this start to play? This one's for the social rejects For my nerds and my freaks and geeks and It's about time that we got some respect It's about time that we got some respect This one's for the social rejects For my nerds and my freaks and geeks and It's about time that we got some respect it's Hey, okay, now we're gonna go live on the... Oh, shit. Oh, shit! Oh, fuck! Hey, we're live! Oh, we're live. We're live. We're right. We? Okay, yes, we are live. We are live, let me just... Yes, sweet. Hooray! Let me just tell our Facebook people that we're live. Hey, everyone, welcome to Press Start to Play, episode 159. Something. Nine. Oh, okay. Nine. Yeah, we're on, what's it, 159. Fuck yeah. I am your host, the Perpetual Player 1, Dan. And as always, your Perpetual Player 2, THE Reckless Renegade, Ben. And I'm the guy who fucked up his intro and didn't come up with something this time around. I'm your perpetual player three, Richie. That is not fair. Even that works. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, but that's that's only like a one-time thing. I can't you can only use it again. Or you have to like. It's your that, crutch. That's a joke. You have to you have to say for every three weeks. Yeah, that's like a like I'm drowning and I'm using a life jacket. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a lot of people. Wait a minute. I just. Before I even finish that joke, are Titanic jokes still too soon? No. Yeah. Okay, then I bet you they wish they would have had more life jackets, huh? It, it will be soon once they build the sequel to it, and that sinks too. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, they are kind of doing it. Yeah. It's not going. It's not going from where it originally came from. Could you imagine if, like, they did like a digital remastering of Titanic? What would that entail? I don't know, but just that'd Jack be pretty. And Rose can finally fit on the same fucking door. Now we have full yeah. frontal sex. <laughs> the, this time you see it go in. If you don't just see the hand. You see, you see the you see the iceberg just. You, <sighs> you do what we call in the business the under the ball shot. Damn. Full iceberg penetration. <laughs> see, this is what happens. Just three of us in our background noise. PS2 PLV. Got it. Uh, who wants to talk about their week? Uh, who has the shortest week? I guess I do. Okay then. So Richie. Yes. I don't remember hearing that, so what you playing, what you watching, what you reading, and how As for watching, uh just the only thing I've really been keeping up with is Dragon Ball. Or Dragon Ball Super, just because so, they decided to bring Frieza back and I wanted to see how they were gonna do that. Frieza joined the team because yes. Boo fell asleep. Yes. Whoops. Well, that's that's the reason they went to go get him, but it's not the reason he joined. Um, so Goku tells him about like the whole, like oh the universe is gonna get erased, and Frieza's like, well why do I care? I'm in hell. What does, that's a, Go that's what does a Goku, Goku do? And so Goku's like, that's no, a, excellent point. <laughs> yeah, no, don't he's like I'm dead. Why why do I care? And Goku's like, oh shit, that's right. <laughs> So then he says, no, I refuse. And then he's like, oh, come on. Like, I don't want to fucking die. So then Goku no. offers him no. basically the Dragon Balls. No! Frieza's like, yeah, if you bring me back, I'll join your team. And no! Fucking shit! Like, <laughs> yeah, and then Goku's like, fucking no. Oh! Oh, he's smart! He has a brain! No, okay. He, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. No, what happens now? So then Frieza's like, he's like, are you sure? Because I can still get stronger. And then Goku just stops in his foot tracks, and he's like, okay, Wait, you I'm mean listening. you can get stronger? You mean I can? when we're done, I can fight you and you'll be stronger? <gasps> yeah, and Frieza's like, yeah, dude. Totally. Like, you can 1v1 me at Baron, bro. I think it sounds like so, Rose is having a dream. 
So then it's like, okay, fine. If we win the tournament, we'll use the Dragon Balls and we'll bring you back. And it's like, well, first off, they'll still curb stomp him. It, like, Resurrection F was nothing. Frieza just got curb stomped. Yeah. So they're pretty much doing that. Um, oh, damn. The next episode, the tournament should finally start. It took us how long? It took a while, dude. It's like a Naruto How many segment. months has it been since they first announced this I stupid no story idea. arc? It's been a while. About three sure. months, I think. Huh. But uh, everyone's there. Like, all the teams are getting there. You finally get your first look at every single team. Uh, with some of these teams right off the bat, you can tell, like, this is cannon fodder. You're a jobber. <laughs> You're going to be in here for a few fights. You're going to make it to the semis and lose. And Kurt Hawkins. And you guys are the finals. Wait a minute. <laughs> Goku and, like, the big gray alien dude are going to be in the finals. Because he's in the intro. So it's like, oh boy. Um, you get there, you get... Goku sees, like, the other Saiyans. Uh, Kaba still considers Vegeta his master. Yeah. Which was really cool. That's the Saiyan from the other dimension, uh, universe, right? Universe 9? Was it? I thought it was 6 and 7. You may be right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they get there, and he's like, Hey, Master Vegeta, and he's like, Don't call me that. <laughs> Don't and, call me that. And he's like, Oh yeah, uh, of course. And then Goku's like, Holy shit, girl Saiyans. And then oh yeah, I remember seeing that. Like, oh. Okay, let's pause on that part. I saw the female Saiyans yes. for the anime. They're amazing. That art style threw me off so much. I love them. Yeah, she's on here. They're great. I love them so much. So Goku goes out to offer the handshake, and the chick who everyone assumed was going to be Broly, uh, basically like bats his hand away, like get that shit away from me. Oh, I like her. And they're like, we're in a fucking universal like tournament where if we lose, our universe gets erased. I'm not going to be buddy buddy. We're all gonna fucking die. And it's like when when they first when the intro first showed off that there was going to be like a female Broly. It's like, is this actually going to be a female Broly, or is this just like... Broly cross-dressing. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of. And it's like she... Princess Trunks. Because Kaba is trying to show them how to go Super Saiyan. So he shows one of them how to go Super Saiyan, and then they're trying to get the other one to go Super Saiyan, but she just can't do it. So then Kaba and uh, Caulifla, which is... Cauliflower. Got it. Yeah, we we, we get the joke. Yep, and then the... (laughs) Guess what? The female Broly, her name is Kale. Just mm. straight up kale. It's good for you. Yeah. Except too much of it will kill so you. It's cauliflower, a cauliflower and cabbage. That they I can join salad. Yeah, I actually fucked that up and called them cabbage. Uh, Kaba are being like friendly to each other, but only because they're trying to come up with like how to make her go Super Saiyan. It's like the and DBZ that, version of the Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah, and then that pisses her off for some reason. What's up, Aven? Yeah, so she sees them being nice to each other. She gets, like, uber jealous, goes fucking Super Saiyan, and then transforms into Broly. So wait, she turns Super Saiyan because bitch got thirsty. Yes? Bitch got thirsty. Like, are they sisters? Hey, I can get behind that. Hold on. I'm thirsty, too. She doesn't like Kaba. She likes Cauliflower. Even better. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird, because I've always heard that no one likes Cauliflower. Fuck you. I like Cauliflower. I love Cauliflower. But yeah, she, she goes like that. She's pretty much female Broly. And at first it's like, okay, you're giant, you're buff. Like, what can you actually do? I can And I then can she lift, proceeds bro. to, like, beat the shit out of them. And, <laughs> I like, can the, lift, bro. The one thing where it's like, oh shit, this is, like, it's actually Broly, is she does, she, like, charges up the energy ball. And it yeah. does the whole thing where, like, the color saturation and everything, like, reverses. It goes all negative and then it goes back. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's what Broly does. Like, that's his thing. It's like, oh shit. 
It's Broly. This is going to be fun. So, like, I'm really excited to see how that's going to play in the tournament because when she's like that, Kaba is, like, enemy number one. Okay. Top of the hit list. And it's like, that's... This is a tournament about teamwork. I don't know how that's going to work out. <laughs> but then you got to remember, like, well, Hit's also on that team. And Hit basically one-shot Goku the last time they fought. Ooh. Mm. Out my way, puny human. Yeah, so... Saiyan. They get... Same thing. Uh, the rest of the... Shit, what are they called? Pride Troopers? I think. The what? Pride Troopers. Okay. Uh, basically these dudes nope. who are like yeah, Sentai as fuck. Okay, Sentai, okay. Yes, because they are pretty much the defenders of their universe. They strike poses, and when they strike poses, there's colorful explosions that go off behind them. Is this, like, where we go? I, I wasn't dabbing. I was oh, just... my bad. What? <laughs> I could, I could also... Sentai. Yeah. So... We saw them the first time they introduced like that the, moment when you watch yourself retroactively. The actually, dab. when they introduced the tournament, that's when we first get your like good look at them. Yeah, only three of them though, and it's basically like the leader and like the two uh, lieutenants, I guess. And then Goku fights their leader. It's pretty much a standstill. Uh, but Goku's a little more beat up, and then Goku's like, "Wow, I can't wait to fight you in the tournament. This is gonna be fun." God damn it, Goku. And he's like, I'm not even the strongest person in my universe. And then, of course, Goku gets a raging heart on. And then he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, his, his, his fucking dick goes Super Saiyan. <laughs> I've seen that, though. And you? he's like, no, dude. Me too. Like, Jiren is the strongest person in my, like, universe. And if you can barely stand toe-to-toe with me, he will destroy you. He'll pick <laughs> his, he will pick his fucking teeth with you. Yeah, and then the Just, Goku. And, of course, Goku's like, holy shit. He's he just creamed his pants. His pants. Just his orange pants are it's now yeah. a creamsicle. So he he finally gets there and Goku goes over to say hi to them. He goes over to say hi to the Pride Troopers and they're like, No, dude, you need to stop. You're you're it's your fault we're in this situation. It's your fault oh, like everyone's but I just universe. The fight. Yeah, it's your fault everyone's universe is at stake here. And then he sees he sees Jiren and he's like, Oh, so that's the guy. So he goes over to like try to say hi to him and then like not even like faster than in like the instant transmission because there's no noise or anything. It's like a frame goes by and Jiren's behind Goku and he tells him like get lost. And then Goku shits his pants. <laughs> like not not like the whole like he's like oh you're strong. It's like oh shit you're strong. Oh shit Goku actually shows fear. Yeah like Goku is legitimately scared of this orange guy. fudge. <laughs> <laughs> like he teleports <laughs> behind ice cream treats man. Yeah he teleports behind him and Goku's like how did I I didn't even sense that. What is this? <laughs> I now know what it's like to be like Krillin. I now know what it's like to be my son. And it's like, <laughs> because the intro, which is my despite, awesome, despite how awesome the intro is, like, it gives away a lot. Oh, like, you, you already know that? who the key players in this arc are going to be. You know who the finals are going to be. You look like that guy from Breaking Bad. Aaron Paul. Is it the tank top? Should I put on a shirt? <laughs> LA Gamer for Life, would a shirt help this help my situation? Damn it, I'm back. See? Told you. Yeah. Back to being the homeless man. I don't want it, No, you look, look like, you look like a guy from a really popular show. Is he cool at least? Yeah. You haven't seen Breaking Bad? Why do you say oh, unfortunately? Logan. Oh, that Vine star? Who's that? Disney. No, some Vine dude. I went to YouTube. 
I, I don't know who that is. I'll, I'll, I'll look him up. I'll pull, I'll pull right, him up. Don't, I don't worry. Yeah, you're, you're better off. Okay, you're better than knowing. The, oh, the less people that know about Logan Paul, the better. Oh, I should go put a shirt on. <laughs> Let me go put a shirt on. Go ahead, Bridget, <laughs> Keep on going. So, uh... <laughs> fuck, where was I? So, yeah, the, the intro gives away a lot of, like, who the key players in the arc are going to be. And it slightly gives away that, like, guess what? Yeah, Goku's going to get another form. No! Yep. Like, that was a dead giveaway. Fucking no! That's a dead giveaway, though. As soon What's as the form this time? No one knows yet. But, like, as soon as the, the intro came out for this season, everyone, like, the first thing that came in everyone, the first two things that popped up in everyone's mind is, like, holy shit, Broly's canon. And, like, oh, Goku's gonna get another form. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, I'm still, I'm still, like, determined that the series will end with, like, Goku versus Vegeta. We'll still somehow hit. Uh, LA Gamer, we're just talking about Dragon Ball Super right now. We won't be talking about Z. Dragon Ball Z, Fighter Z, though. Yeah, that's that's for a later topic. Yep. But right now it's there just super. <sighs> so like, so he's, he's he gonna get apparently mind tank top. Oh, all right. Well, he, he's Goku's gonna get another form, already, and so. that's gonna suck because <laughs> I can't stand that they just keep getting forms because then it just makes the previous one useless. Like Super Saiyan God was around for what one movie? Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, then we quickly went to Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan. Didn't it take like a long time for like Super Saiyan 1 to go to Super Saiyan 2? It took one arc. It's still longer than an episode. <laughs> no, yeah. To be fair, it was between movies. It took them a while to get to Super Saiyan 2. Yeah. Because they did that in the Cell Saga. Yep. And that was like. At the end of the Cell Saga. Yeah, that's when Cell finally showed up. <clears throat> no, that was at the when Cell was finally getting his ass kicked. Yes. And mm. then. Let's see what else. But yeah, like some of the other universes, like you guys are trash. You're gonna die. And then we just kind of go, yeah, you're like, right. Specifically, we are. Universe, <laughs> yeah, universe we suck. nine. Universe nine, I believe, is where Goku Black is from. Okay, for that, where that Zamasu is from. Yeah. So when there's an episode where they, it's like the point of view is from his universe, and he's thinking, okay, what do I do? Do I bring back Goku Black? It's like if you want to stand a chance in this fucking tournament, yes. Oh Bring God! Him no. Back. no, no, well, no, no! He doesn't. Okay. Whew, which sucks. What? Goku Black was like has been one of the best villains, dude. Yes, but just added a list of dumb Goku moves. What do you mean? This whole show, show, this whole story arc is just one dumb Goku move after the fucking other. Yeah, but him resurrecting Goku Black has nothing to do with Goku in general. Like, okay, Goku I thought I thought you were implying that Goku is trying to resurrect Goku Black. No. Like Universe uh, Nine wants to read. Yeah, Goasu, Universe Nine's uh, Supreme Kai, is wondering. Okay, who are the strongest fighters in my universe? Do I risk resurrecting Goku Black for this tournament? Smart. And he's like, "Well, you should have, because when they introduce what his team is, it's a bunch of jokes." Okay. And it's like, because they they went with like, oh, all brawn, just nothing but brawn. Oops. Oops. They literally stop every thirty minutes to drink to like take a protein drink. And it's like, your universe is fucking doomed. Well, we're dead. Maybe. Goku Black single-handedly could have won this entire tournament for you, but no. Oops. You... You suck. Alright, what's next? Um, after that... I'm trying to remember... Uh, comic books. Right now... Again, slowly, everything's monthly. Uh, however, Batman is starting to gear up to a storyline called The War of Jokes and Riddles. Ooh. Where it is essentially take Marvel's Civil War okay. and put it only in Gotham City. Okay. But instead of superheroes, it's the supervillains. Oh. 
Oh, so it's a major war between the supervillains. Yes. And I'm guessing it's between Joker and Riddler. Yep, Team Joker versus Team Riddler. And this I'm very excited for because the... the <laughs> I'm writings... pretty sure you're not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> eh, a lot of people did. <laughs> Especially with the recent announcement that what we did on the show was like they're re-rebooting. Yeah. Re-re-re-re-rebooting. In... Order, order, order. <laughs> they kind of are. It's weird. Okay, so... But yeah, the, the War of Jokes and Riddles... Uh, the writer points out, like, you know, uh, the Riddler and the Joker are very much alike. Yeah. They are essentially, like, you know, opposite sides of the same coin. Except one of them, uh, Joker, is, like, constantly preaches about chaos, whereas the Riddler is order. Yeah, I can, I can yeah, see Yeah, it's a that. lawful evil versus yeah. chaotic evil. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So then they they start doing... Like, the big, the big point for each of these specific villains is, like, Joker's like, I know how every joke ends. I do the same joke, but it's always the same punchline with Batman beating me. The joke isn't funny if I know what the punchline is. Yeah. How do I solve this? I have to kill Batman. Makes sense. And then yeah. Riddler's point of view is, like, I can solve anything except... Like why to, can't like how, how to how, beat Batman? Why can't we beat Batman? Riddle me this. Why can't we beat Batman? I don't so know. Like, okay, so maybe because you keep on asking him a fucking riddle every time you're fighting. So now it's like, okay, <laughs> I have to kill Batman to find that out. So now it's basically like, well, I'm here to kill Batman. It's like, well, unfortunately, so am I. No, I'm gonna kill Batman. No, no I'm, I'm gonna, gonna kill, kill Batman. Batman. And it, it pretty much turns into Mom! And they like DC's YouTube channel did like an interview with him about it. Wait, with which uh, with the writer, okay. uh, whose name is escaping me at the moment. But this is what I love is when the writers actually talk about it because when you talk to any any fans, whether they're hardcore Batman fans or just casual comic book readers, and you ask them like, "Oh, like the Riddler," it's essentially the same thing as anyone who with basic like surface knowledge of Aquaman. Yeah, it's like, "Oh, he talks to fish." Like, "Oh, he tells riddles." It's like, "Well, there's a lot." More. There's a lot, like, Joker's, or not Joker, Riddler's done some really fucked up shit. Like, Any examples? Uh, he beat his daughter to death. Wow, they're not going to top that one, so Well, we swung right out the gate. Yeah, <laughs> way to go, man. Keep on going now. Just yeah, so there's like a storyline <laughs> where... <laughs> so there's a storyline where the, where his... Daughter, like reunites. Now I meant get out of that. Get out of that bit. But okay. No, keep going. Why no, not? I, I want like <laughs> give us context. Context. <laughs> context is always key with these things. Yeah. So they, she comes back and it's like you would assume it's like one of those things. Like, oh, daddy, don't be a bad guy. It's like no, she's super evil too. Oh, okay. And then at the end of the storyline, like any good Batman comic book, Batman wins. And then his daughter's like, Batman always wins. You're a joke. You're pathetic. And then guess what? He beats her to death. And it's, it's one of those things where it's, like, it's really key in that villain storyline. Because it's like, oh, guess what? He just shot up the list of, like, ser like villains that to take seriously. Yeah. 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 Because, like, let's face it. Where would Joker be if he was just, like, take out take out all the really fucked up shit. Take out him. Paralyzing Bar uh, Barba. Yeah, take out the, the entirety of the killing joke. Take out him beating... killing Robin. Uh, take out the, wife, the uh, woman beating of Harley. The skinning of his enemies. The face skinning of his enemies. Yeah, so, like, take out all, like, the really brutal and, like, gory stuff. Uh-huh. Like, oh, he's a clown. Yeah. If you if you give any of that, like, gory stuff to any basic villain... Yeah, automatically shoots him up the threat. Yeah. yeah. 
True. Fair enough. Yeah. Like, uh, so there's a... There's Calendar a, Man. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, Arkham... Arkham made him serious. It was cool. Because, guess what? Calendar Man is just based off the Zodiac Killer. Oh, well, shit. Well, I just learned something new today. Wow. There you go. Calendar Man suddenly isn't a joke. Yeah. And, like... God damn. You, you can give that, like, gory thing to any villain, no matter how, like, corny Stupid their gimmick may be. Yeah. And they're a serious threat. Like, there's a, there's a really obscure Batman villain named Professor Pig. And he wears a pig mask. And it's like... I've seen enough Manhunt to know that pig masks aren't to be trusted. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, he was a I joke for, like, the longest list. time. He was a joke for the was longest it? time because yeah. he was, like, I think a Bronze Age villain. And the Bronze Age of comic books is when they were starting to get dark. Yeah. Basically what kicked off the Bronze Age was the, the death of Gwen Stacy. Mm-hmm. Right, right, And that's right. when comic books started to get serious. And Professor Pig was always, like... He was kind of there, not really there, because every other villain got, like, more attention. So it's like, that's when they started doing the gory stuff. Mm-hmm. And then later on, they start bringing him back, and he has these things called dolls, which are, like... Oh, boy. Kind of like clones, I guess. Not mm-hmm. really, though. Okay. Uh, but they're essentially made from, like, human flesh. Oh, okay. And, like, an actual brain and everything. Huh. And, like, they have their own will at first. I've seen an anime about something similar But to then that. he, like, straps them to a chair, and he does, like, the whole brainwashing thing. It's like, no, this is you. This is who you are now. So, for example, uh... Nightwing had to fight Deathwing. And Deathwing's whole thing is like, no, I'm Dick Grayson. You're some kind of imposter. It's like, no, dude. No, I'm a dick. And then they started, like, slashing at each other and, like, trying to kill each other. Uh, but yeah, the, jo- the War of Jokes and Riddles, right off the bat, and this is no spoiler, because, like, he says it in the interview. It's like, it's in the first issue. It starts off with Batman talking to Selina Kyle, Catwoman, yeah. mm-hmm. about his greatest failure. It's like, if I could have stopped this one thing... Ask me about anything. This is the one thing I would have gone back to change. His parents being shot dead in the nope, street. No, I'm that. assuming that's the obvious answer. Actually, what is it? So, they they don't outright point what it is, because I'm assuming Batman doesn't know about this. But it, it cuts to like the Joker and the Riddler, in in an office on some really tall building, and they're both wearing suits, and they're both talking about like we each have the similar goal. We want to kill Batman. So what do you say we actually work together? And, of course, they shake hands, and then Joker pulls out a gun and shoots Riddler. Whoa! And just kills him right then and there. That's a short end of the story arc. And it's like, what the fuck led up to this? Why are they here? Why are they wearing suits? Why is Riddler all of a sudden a badass? And it's like, well, here's how it's going to go down. Like, um, Joker's first move is, well, I need control of, like, pretty much the entirety of the underground. Who do I go to? Okay, I go to the Penguin because he's pretty much in, co- in control of the Mafia. Yeah. So he goes to do that. And then Riddler is like, okay, so he's got control of the Mafia. I need to find a way to take out a bunch of people at once. Who do I recruit? Okay, I'm going to go get Poison Ivy. Oh, Because, yeah. like, plants and Poison. Shit. And then, of course... I don't blame ALA Gamer. This is really hard to follow sometimes. Comics yeah. are hard. <laughs> Keep on going, man. I'm actually kind of interested like, in this. They, they're pretty much just going back and forth, like, recruiting their teams. And uh, that's slated for either July or August. Okay. But that's pretty much the only comic book thing I'm actually there for right now. <laughs> Everything else in comics is still going. You had me at uh, hello. Oh, Jerry Maguire reference. Nice. And I left that goodbye. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. And then what I've been playing is just... More Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Uh, because, again, 
the Switch has some things out now. Like, I still... Uh, I haven't gotten uh, Mighty Gunvolt Burst. Okay. I'm going to, though, because that's pretty much what Mighty Number no. 9 should have been. Yeah. But it wasn't. And Cave Story Plus is also out. Yep. And despite being, like, an 8-bit slash 16-bit game, it actually does look better than the other versions of Cave Story, which is weird. Weird. Well, but, yeah, I remember I bought a version of Cave Story off of Steam, and it looked pretty good. But, like, I'm excited to get that. I mean, I've already got it on my 3DS. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'll, I'll get it for my Switch. I don't mind. I need something to play on this. And, uh, let's see. That's pretty much it. Again, just more Friday, but I've been, like, toying with my Elgato and just Sony Vegas in general. Trying to get, all, yeah, trying to get used to editing and... Just, like, little things here and there, so now I'm just posting shit post videos on YouTube. So as far as, like, Friday the 13th, has it? are there any, like, progressions so far... And it, has progress been made, or is it still? Or are we still? It runs kinda... much more smoother. Okay. Yeah, it runs a lot smoother. Um, still a couple of glitches here and there. Right. Like there was one time I was playing, I was hiding in the tents. It's like, oh, they're right, the police are here, and I'm right next to the exits. I'm gonna, okay, I'm I'm up, but I can't leave the tent. Yeah, like there's some things that that they they did fix a lot of stuff because there was a glitch where if you were to place a bear trap at a certain angle in a door. Uh, as soon as you place the trap down, your character will just all of a sudden be on the roof of the building. And Jason can get you. And Jason can get you. That got patched. Uh, there was... Let's, let's Pretty see. good. There was a glitch where if you enter a house and there's a bed in the corner of the house, and next to that bed there's a drawer, if you can open that drawer and leave the drawer open, so like if... Whether it's an empty drawer, if the drawer has an item you don't have, the drawer will stay open. If you can get the drawer to stay open and you decide to hide under the bed, one, Jason can't kill you, but two, you can't get out from that spot. It's like you're guaranteed victory at that point, but it's like you're going to be there for like 20 minutes until the game times out. Uh, that got patched out. There's a few things here and there that they still need to patch out. Uh, one thing that I keep forgetting to send the, their development team is there's this thing that happens. If you're getting into a car yeah. and you press the... What is it? The touchpad? Yeah. To bring up the map? Yeah. While you're getting... While your character's doing the animation to get into a car, and if you decide to look at the map for whatever reason, once you're in there, it stays in there. The map stays on the screen. You can't get rid of the map. You can't start the car. You can't drive. You're just there. Fuck. Oh. And I think it stays that way unless Jason pulls you out of the car, because then that pretty much pulls you out of that state yeah. of being glitched. Yeah. And it's like, if you're playing with a friend, and your friend just happens to be Jason, you can be like, hey, just like... Come on, let, just let me just get out of this. Grab, grab me, please. Just, just grab me out of the car. And and you're good. But like any other game, if this happens, like, guess what? You're trapped in the car and you're trapped in the driver's seat. And you fucked over a fun bunch of other people now, so, too. So, yeah, either he kills you and everyone else can get the car, or everyone else jumps in expecting you to drive. No, everyone like, dies. Hey, guys, I got some bad news for you. Yeah, like, I, I'm stuck here. <laughs> and I keep forgetting to take screenshots of that because it happens to me so much. Really? Because yeah. as soon as I get into the car, the first thing I want to do is check the map. It's like, okay, yeah. which to, way do to I go? memorize your routes. Yeah, which way do I go? Can I pick anyone up? And I, I do that all the time, and it happens to me at least, like, I don't know, I want to say every... Out of ten times, how many? Out of ten? Maybe, yeah. like, four. Wow, that's way too many. Which yeah. is which is still, like, way too many considering the type of game this is, where it's like, you really don't want that to happen. Yeah. And it's oh, like, yeah. if your friend is playing, sure, they can grab you, they can pull you out of the state, they'll let you escape if... Well, it's up to them. And then you can, you know, continue playing the game. But if you're doing it online and someone else is Jason, like, you're fucked. Okay. Um, the developers are going to slowly, like, roll out more patches to fix more things. They've said that there's going to be DLC. 
Yep. Uh, if I recall, it's going to be free. Can I, I ask you know. something about the game real quick? Yes. Have you ever found a Pamela tape yet? I have not. Same here. Uh, you are aware that they only spawn on Fridays, though. No. Yes. Wait, really? Yes. Uh, Pamela tapes... Yeah, it makes sense, because it's Fridays. Uh, yeah. I get that now. Like, In hindsight. Have you, have, you looked up, have you looked up what they are? It's just recordings, yeah. I actually looked at the whole thing on YouTube. Okay, I haven't, because I, I want to experience that myself. Fair enough. But um, Pamela tapes are just... You know, additional little things on the map, like a little Easter egg, so to speak. It's literally an interview with Pamela after uh, Jason dies the first time. Yeah, so like if you're a big fan of the series and the lore, then you're gonna fucking love this. Which I am, and I think it's fucking awesome. If I remember correctly, though, isn't it not original voice actress playing her? I think she's dead. I don't think so. Ben, ben might be right on that. I'm not sure. Okay. But I'll I doubt it it's her. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, surprisingly enough, though, the person that they do have doing mocap uh, is Jason. Yeah, it's Kane. Yeah. So that's super awesome. But I have yet to find those because, one, they only spawn on Fridays. Wow. And, two, it's, like... Fucking impossible. Not only that, but, like, it's only one uh, per, like, I want to say session. So, like, if you're playing in a full lobby, like, chances are someone's going to find it. The chances of you finding it are low. So add that with once per session, playing with seven other people. Yeah, fuck that. So, like, they're, the, the one thing they did point out, though, is, like, it's always going to be in a drawer. They're, yeah. they're in drawers. Yeah. So, like, if you're really looking for these panel tapes, go to the houses. Don't go anywhere else. Well, that's nice of them, at least, so they're not, like, just hiding in them. It's like, this one's hiding in a bush! Like this, this fucking gas can! This yeah. one's a tent! An another thing I, I did do, uh... This one's duct tape to Jason's head! Pretty much. <laughs> uh, I watched a lot of, like, beta videos. Yeah. Like, of people testing it out when it was still getting, like, worked on and everything. Yeah. And, like, seeing a lot of the differences. So, at first, the flare gun was virtually useless. I imagine. Because the flare gun, when you use it, it, your character uses it like a flare. Oh. And that, back then, according to the developers, was like, well, we have the walkie-talkies. Not everyone's going to get a walkie-talkie. This is a good way for people to, like, they see the flare, it's like, okay, people are over there. Safety in numbers go over there. Yeah. But they found out, like, not a lot of people used it. Not a lot of people knew what that meant. So we changed it as, like, an actual tool Weapon, to use. yeah. Not so much a weapon. I don't think it does damage. No, but it's, it's a, a stun it's grenade. It's a stun grenade, basically. But it's a stun, so they made it like a thousand times more useful. Yep. Um, another thing I discovered is Chad, which has been like the one person that everyone collectively shits on. Yeah. Because his luck is 10 out of 10, more pocket knives spawn. Huh. So normally, like, in, in any game session, it's, I want to say, three pocket knives max. Yeah. But if someone's playing as Chad... Chad more can spawn. Because I was playing uh, a game last night and somebody was playing Chad. I found three pocket knives. So, uh, what do pocket knives do? When, when Jason, Jason grabs you, 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 can, you, atta you attack him automatically and have a chance to escape. Oh, okay. It's pretty much, it's an automatic escape. Okay, cool deal. You can only use it once and I managed to use three because I found three of them. I think I was in that game with you. Maybe. Uh, I died either way. Yeah. And it's like, well, shit. But as I was expecting the other players, as he grabbed two other players, they also had pocket knives. And it's like, wait a minute. Like, I thought only three spawn. It's like, what's the difference between these matches and these matches? Like, oh, fucking Chad's here. Is that what luck does? More pocket knives spawn? Yeah. That's amazing. I'm still never going to play as Chad. <laughs> I'll hope someone else is, though. Yeah, but, like, if someone else is playing Chad, then thank God. Um, but, yeah, it's just been playing Friday, recording gameplay, and posting shit posts on YouTube. Where'd you, where is your YouTube channel? Uh, so I myself, I, I have after this, I gotta give you guys all the login information for our channel. I, I have two, so to speak. One is just uh, 
one is just the one I use for YouTube. Yeah. Just so I can like stay subscribed to things and yeah, like, same, that's, that's what my original one is. Uh, and then the other one isn't is not necessarily mine. It's more of like a group thing of like basically me and all my friends that just play games and it's like okay, we we say a lot of mean things that probably uh, wouldn't fly on this. Hey, um, thanks for the host, Chino, and uh, welcome, Blacks. Oh my God, is this the Apple guy again? <laughs> Is it, yeah! Is it the apple guy? It, it might be, because what is it? Almost it's very close to spelling apples. Apples? I don't remember what the username was for the Hi, apple guy. He's been changing his name every week. Oh! I like that. Okay. Nifty. That's actually pretty creative. It's a night gimmick. It's like, your, it's like your intro. Yeah. It's unique. Gimmick. Um, but yeah, the other one is more of a collective thing, so just like, because each of us stream. Well, I don't anymore. Yeah. But because my... Internet God sucks. Damn, yeah. Because your internet chugs molasses in the middle of winter. Yes. Which is funny because you got an upgraded internet. Yep. It still works better than it did before. I just need to buy a 100-foot Ethernet cable now. Me too! <laughs> yeah. That's what I did! Exactly. <laughs> when you did that, I was like, I should probably do that. Um, but yeah, the other one is a group collective, so like whenever my friends are streaming, whether they're streaming Overwatch or just anything in general... It was still a pomegranate. We'll, we'll place it on this channel. <laughs> And Gary needs to go get the golden apple. And that channel is Garlic Bread Games. Okay. Yeah. There you go. We don't know why we named it that. <laughs> I think it's because we're we're in a group chat and it's just called Garlic Bread for whatever reason. Was it a Scott program reference? I don't know. I don't think so. Go ahead and just say yes for indie cred. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It's Scott Pilgrim. All right. That pretty much wrap up your week. Yep. All right. I'll go next. All right. So Daniel, what you playing? What you watching? You don't know how to read. So how nerdy was your week? Fuck and you. But yeah, if you did read anything, what you read? I didn't read anything. See, yeah. that's why. <laughs> but uh, I did watch a few things this weekend. So uh, what'd you watch? I mean, this week. Uh, one thing I watched is I watched a movie called Forty Seven Meters Down. Ah. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm gonna jump in on this one. So, so the background noise is now happens to be on the camera right now. I was gonna chime in there whenever she feels like it. So it's many more plus some random chick go into a shark cage, and guess what? The shark cage breaks and it gets. Deep into the water. How deep? 47 meters. meters. And they do say in the movie. How deep are we? 47 meters. meters. How deep are you guys? Ooh, 47 meters. It's literally just like we get it. You're 47 Ooh. meters down. It's like into the blue. We're going to go into the blue. <laughs> Motherfuck, get out. We really are the Final Fantasy. <laughs> so what movie are we in? Oh, uh, I don't know. 47 meters below? I was, I was just chilling and then the mummy returns. Smoking. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, you are too fast and, and too, too furious. furious. And too, f- <laughs> too fast, too furious. That was the first movie I've ever saw from that series. I had you had me at too fast, too furious, Tokyo Drift. What? What? <laughs> no, no, they, they smash cut. They, they say someone else says fast and furious, and then just smash cuts to some random dude saying Tokyo, and then it smashes to some other dude saying drift. Drift. <laughs> Drift, bruh! And they're like, what was that? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I love Hollywood and poor script. Okay, so 47 meters deep. Jaws. Down. Down. J- yeah, what? Was it Jaws, but underwater? Yeah. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> uh, Mandy Moore and her sister are stuck in the cage. Wait, wait. In under- Mandy Moore? Mandy Moore is Like the old Moore's pop star? Enough. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's, that's nice to see yeah, she's getting work. My computer said. I'm just scoot over for this. Yeah. <laughs> so Mandy Moore is some other white chick. Um, well, of course they are. They're well, the other white, the, what, the sister was in actually a TV show called H2O, some mermaid thing. I, I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> it was an Australian thing. So they go into Mexico. Hey, 
they meet these hot Mexican guys like, hey, why don't you join us for shark diving? We do it all the time. El Sharko. No, the reason they were there was because Mandy Moore had to, uh, do you even give a fuck about this movie? I don't know. I mean, I'm listening. Go ahead and talk yeah. about it. I'm... Okay. Well, the reason they were in Mexico was to get away from a breakup that Mandy Moore was dealing with and brought the sister, Fucking hoping to have boom. fun. And then, the and then the Mexican guy's like, hey, join us in the shark cage. We El, do it every week. El Sharko. El Sharko. And because we're white, of course we're going to say yes. Yes. So first off, it starts off at, on, on the ocean. The first thing the Mexican guys go like, we're going to do it first to show you how safe it is. You look at the cage. It's a rusted up piece of shit. We're going to That's a, alarm number one for me as a, you know, person of color with a mind in a horror movie. And here's his sister going, but don't you want to make your boyfriend jealous? I mean, who says every day you get to dive in with sharks? And then the Mexican guys are just like, El Sharko? <laughs> and they come back up like, hey, El Sharko! So like, Sharko. it's your turn to be El Sharko. <laughs> Fuck you, Richie. I love it. So, so many more and white, and white sister go down. And oh, hey, this is so cool. This, I feel so safe. Let's get back up now because it's starting to get a little shaky. Uh-oh, it falls. Does the Mexican hat dance play whenever the shark is near? <laughs> I hate you so Wait, much. I want you to like. I, I'm now imagining the opening scene to Jaws, where the girl is swimming out to the buoy. Instead of the iconic Now it's what? Now it has to be muffled too. Y'all have a number seven. Okay. We're so, hilarious. <laughs> so now they're in the bottom of the ocean, and many more, because they're all so so deep, many more's nose starts bleeding. Oh shit, blood in the water. Sharks are gonna come by now. Yeah. Basically, she's. We're bleeding blood, forty-seven blood, blood. meters down. Okay, I have I have one very serious question. Okay. It, since they're since they're forty-seven meters below or whatever. Yeah. And they're underwater. Yeah. Is this a silent movie? No, Where they is... have the walkie-talkies and their masks. Okay, they're wearing masks. Yeah. Of course so they masks, are, just scuba diving. These masks were specially designed for them because they'd be talking underwater, which, fun fact, of where it was filmed, not in the ocean. It was See, because that, that's when I'm thinking, like, people are underwater, I'm thinking, like, the actual, like, scuba tanks where it's, like, an actual breathing apparatus, not, like, a big fucking No, mask. they actually had professional scuba divers in there to keep an eye on the girls. And they no, were talking about movie-wise, movie-wise. This in lore of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm talking about, like, the movie, like... The movie, yeah, they had, they had things to talk about. Professional equipment with a mic. Because, like, no yeah. offense, I've been to Mexico. What's up, Danny? I've, I've seen what, like, the ocean side of Mexico is. It's like, they don't have that. <laughs> well, this guy did, apparently. I'm not going to give you some fancy fucking scuba thing with... Yeah, so... Um, give you a, nice part. They'll give you a snorkel mask and, like, yeah. a cinder block if you want to go deeper. So they're 47 meters down, and it's like, oh, shit, we can't talk to the guy in the boat. Okay, I'm the professional scuba diver here. I'm going to go out of the cage to get a little higher so I can talk to the boat guy. It's like, okay, are you sure it's right. a good idea? Well, we have no other choice. They can't hear. They can't hear from us. Well, we're here instead. Hey. Yeah. So they go up there. So it's, it's just like, like she goes smooth. So she swims up there. Hey, can you hear me? We're still down here. Oh, thank God you're alive. Just stay in the cage. Where are you right now? Out of the cage. Get back in the fucking cage. Get back no. in the goddamn cage and stay get there get back until in someone comes. What's that ominously catchy tune playing in the background? And yes, there's a bunch of jump scares with sharks. So they go back in the cage. <laughs> okay. Um, so they, she finally, she barely makes it back in the cage before getting bitten by, sh like barely avoiding a shark. 
They see a flashlight. Oh, that must be the guy's helper coming with a spare wench. He's he's a not wench? A, w- a wench to pull him up. Yeah, yeah a wench. A wench. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm Helping just thinking of ah oh, the meat and wenches. Yeah, you fucking nerd. So, <laughs> so, oh yeah, here's the thing. At that point, they're kind of low on oxygen. So instead of uh, Brave Blondie going out, this time it's Mandy Moore that goes out. Ish. Oh, well, let's set this up because they see a flashlight. Like, oh, I don't think you can see us. We were banging the hey, they're banging hey, the cage to make it hear. Hey. Okay, I'm gonna go out there and try to reach him. <laughs> Into the open ocean where there's no bottom floor, also because sharks are gonna attack in the bottom. Real, real quick, is it just, is it just his severed arm? No. Well, we'll get back to that. Okay. I'll tell you. So she swims out there, barely avoids a couple of sharks. Like, oh, it's just a flashlight. Oh shit! I think something happened to him. Um, Barry swim back. Oh hey, you're actually alive. And then what does Javier say? Get, get back, back in the cage. And before he's killed by a shark. Oh, well, See, if she just stayed in the cage, I'm sure she would have found them. Literally, it, it would have been better if it was just like she she grabs, it's like she sees the flashlight as she gets closer, it's just a severed arm. Nah, that was too, too cliche. Too fucking no obvious. No way, dude. That's Sometimes you have to... What's, what's obvious? A severed like, arm or the jump scare? I, you're alive. No, you're not. You're not alive anymore. <laughs> what's yeah. the, I don't know, dude. I feel like a jump scare is a lot more obvious. So they try to... Yeah, they they manage to get... But they manage to take the wench from the dead body. <laughs> Because if I see a severed arm, I immediately think Jurassic Park. Yeah. And it's like, that's good enough for me. I was like, okay, we're going to get out of here now. Sweet. Hey, is the, is the cord fraying? Oh, shit. Fraying and boom. And they fall again. Manny Moore's leg is stuck underneath the cage. And they're 47 further meters down. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Where are we now? We're 47 more meters. <laughs> and it all ends up with, uh, hey, we're going to send some more oxygen down because you guys are running out. Be careful because if too much... Uh, Tank air will cause you to hallucinate. You're exactly. gonna trip ball. It's all yeah. it's true. It's because you're. So then the sister goes, "Okay, I gotta get out there. Hey, I got the tank. Bam, died. Ah, oh, shit. And now Mandy Moore's by herself. And then there's a twist ending here. It's pretty obvious. There was actually three endings to this movie. She's actually. But there was like two. She's that actually right. El Sharko. Yeah, she's actually El Sharko. Yes. Yeah, she's totally El Sharko. And honestly, the ending doesn't really matter because it's stupid as fuck. She it makes really it back matter. to the boat and they're like, thank God. El no, Sharko no, no, no. What yeah, she does. With the sister who apparently yeah. survived. Hold on. Hold on. So basically, what happened with this is she's in there. She sees. Oh, the by the way, shark. spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers for a spoilers dumb shark movie. Fuck. Yeah, who gives a fuck at this point? So she goes in, she sees the tank, she goes there, Her she's trying her best, her air is at like one bar, she's like, oh fuck, I can't get, she gets the fucking thing in. And suddenly her sister's on the radio and says, yeah, I actually survived the shark, I escaped. I'm bleeding out super hard. I'm bleeding out, there's a bunch of sharks surrounding me. Oh, don't worry, I'm gonna l- try to get out of this cage and I'll come to you. What she does, she uses her fucking life vest to let the fucking cage out, which I just, that defies logic. I looked at that. Yeah. And I'm like, no, there's no fucking way that would work. And she gets her sister, like, oh, we're going to swim up. Oh, by the way, you got to stop at, like, halfway point and stay there for five minutes because of the, you know, the bends. And they have a flare on them, so they're using the flare to keep the sharks away from them. I don't think that would work. No, no, it would not. So and it gets, get, yeah, and it ends up with the trailer shot of, like, oh, I better turn on the next flare. Oh, shit, three sharks around us. Which was probably, like, the only badass moment. It was, like, you turn on that flare and suddenly you got sharks surrounding you. Oh, with their jaws open. And then their flare drops, and then they're like, Taylor, our flare, all our flare's gone. And swim, swim, swim. He's like, get the fuck up to the, the surface now. Drop everything and just swim. So they make it out of the boat somehow after some gnarly shark bites. And jumping. Right. And then Manny Moore is like, oh, we made it. He'll come ahead. Oh, 
the blood is just flowing out into the air. That's weird. <laughs> oh, twist ending. Mandy Moore was in the bottom of the ocean this whole time. Hallucinating. And then it ends? And then, it, oh, it ends with her getting rescued. Yeah. But the sister was clearly dead. Was clearly, yeah. She, she makes it there, and like, thank God El Sharko didn't get you. And then, like, they, they air chopper her out of there. And then as they try to get the, the scuba mask off her, she's been a shark but the whole honestly, time. And then, and then she turns to the pilot, it's a shark, too! <laughs> the pilot also takes off the fake mustache, and it's El Sharko. It's El Sharko. Like See, a, what I was kind of expecting this yeah. to happen, and this actually was one of the endings, because I looked it up afterwards, was yeah. they were going to end the movie with Mandy Moore left for dead. Yeah. The they should have. That's cool. Yeah, but I guess the director thought it was a little too downer. Oh, that's bullshit. He, what, no, he the, um, fought for the ending he wanted with the whole hallucination and oh. her getting lifted up. Oh, yeah, that was what the director wanted was her to get rescued. Okay. Yeah, he fought for that ending. Dumb movie, honestly, but it was a fun laugh. Because that sounds like he just finished watching The Descent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're right. There's Where it's like they make it out and she's Cave, in the car and yeah. it crashes and she's still in the caves and then it ends. Yeah. Dumb also, movie. Who the fuck brings your kid to a movie like that? Yeah, we saw a kid come in. It was like a mom and a child, and I was like, you're going to give this poor kid nightmares now. Nah, in this day and age, I'm almost certain kids are desensitized to violence. Uh, one thing we saw, though, is there was an interesting trailer for... 47 Meters uh, Down. 47 Meters Down, Panda. Yeah. Dumb shark movie. Plus, it's Vegas. I don't think... You guys saw it here, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the kid's going to be worried about sharks. <laughs> Good point. True. Uh, we did see a trailer for an interesting horror movie called uh, Happy Death Day. Oh. Yes, I, I saw that trailer too. I, that trailer. I think I saw that trailer, but it's uh, you know the girls constantly died on their birthday and keeps coming back. Gosh, no, I didn't see that it's one. Birthday. It's Groundhog Day, but like mystery murder. Yep, with some comedy apparently. But oh. it's like she repeats it her birthday over yeah. and over and over. Just I thought uh, that looked interesting. It's, it's a very MTV. And yeah. then we saw another trailer that was basically taken, but with a mom. With Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Holly Berry stole like, I don't know who you are. I don't know why you took my son, but as long as my son's in that car, you I will stole the wrong kid, you. bitch. Literally, I think there was a line. In the I movie. will fucking find you, and I will chase you down till I get my son back. All right. The other thing I watched this weekend or this week was I. Was, there was a new show on Netflix called Glow, aka yeah. the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a, basically it's a comedy drama based on that short-lived '80s uh, uh, wrestling federation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boy, this is actually a really funny show. Okay, see, I was very excited for this as soon as I first heard about it. Yeah. And then uh, my friends watched it. I haven't seen it yet. Uh, but they're like, yo, people are in this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah, first episode, Johnny Mundo. Yeah, Johnny Mundo. And then a couple of there, you got Carlito and Brodus Clay. Yeah, and apparently Carlito's looking pretty good. Yeah, he looks all right. Okay. Uh, he also got some other wrestling cameos there. Uh, Alex Riley's in it. And what well, thing I was worried about this show. I think I was, Joey Ryan's in it? Yeah. What I was worried about this show is that it's going to take the, the wrestling part and make it into a joke. Mm-hmm. But no, they actually t- take it in a really serious, like, they actually show the business and the actual theatrics behind it. It's a really respectful take on the business and art of wrestling. So that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, they, the behind-the-scenes stuff, they showed it off. It's really good. They showed off how, you know, these women were picked stereotypes to be their gimmicks. Some of them, like, we have Miss uh, Welfare Queen. We need you to be a big black woman. Which happens to be a big black woman, which happens to be Karma. Oh. Wait, really? Yeah, it's Karma. What the fuck? I didn't notice that. Yeah. Whoa, dude. Oh, my God. I'm already five episodes into this ten-episode season. I highly recommend the show. So that's what you were watching on Netflix do you, yesterday. Do you see this being, like... Yeah. <laughs> do you see this being, like, PS4 multiple seasons? <laughs> huh? 
Do you see this being like multiple seasons? Or I can this... see this being multiple seasons. They keep the jokes going, and if they uh, like give me an interesting story to go along with it. Because like when I first heard about it, I was like, this this feels like it's gonna be one of those things where it's only one season, where people are gonna want more, but at the same time, it's like I'm okay with where it ends. Basically, it, I think it, it could easily go for the second season. So even if you're not a fan of wrestling, you don't know anything about the stuff, and not even if hell, like with Pan over here, finds it boring. You're gonna find it interesting because of the characters in this show. Isn't it? Is is it written or produced by the same people? As no one. It's it's a complete like, fabric like, uh, fabrication of the story. No, 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 that's not what I mean. I mean like the the show itself is the show written or is because I no one I, involved in the original uh, federation is involved. No, not that. That's oh. not what I mean either. Uh, Orange is the new black. What about? Him? Loves the Doesn't some like? Isn't it the same producers? Oh yeah, same producers. They and they saw the story of uh, Glow and said, "Oh, we can make, we can make a show about this." So yeah, basically from the people who brought you Orange is the New Black. Yeah, wrestling fun. It's a fun watch. I recommend it. All right. Um, that's pretty much my week. Didn't so, play anything? No, it's more Friday the Thirteenth. Oh okay. Uh, background noise. Wanted to talk about uh, Final Fantasy XIV's new expansion launch, Stormblood. Yes, and the shit show that was that. So, take it away, background noise. <laughs> God. Quick question, uh, still pertains to that. Did you experience the same thing she's experiencing? And I don't play Stormblood. I don't play uh, Final Fantasy. Evolve. Shit, do you play Friday the 13th? Never. Shit. I wanted to compare the two launches. I, from what, my experience, they seem pretty similar. Alright, so you can tell me the shitstorm for 13. Ready to go, Panda. And Good I can story. play the shitstorm for uh, 14 here. So, okay. So, Stormblood came out two weeks ago with the early access, and... Basically, you would think with how popular this game is and how big the fucking servers are and everything, they even moved the servers to LA to uh, California and one in East Coast instead of making the thing fucking central. They would have no problems. Everything would go smoothly. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. So what happened as soon as you got logged in? Okay, so what happened was I noticed this before even Stormblood watches and launched was there was always these fucking queue waits. So there'd be like a 500 person queue wait just to get into your actual fucking game in the server because the server's too full and everyone's trying to get the fuck in. So during that time of the earliest access launch, which I had took a fucking week vacation off for. Did you do this on PC or? PS4? No, PS4. I'm, oh shit. My computer, this computer's a piece of shit. Are you kidding me? So yeah, anyway. Go into 14. And immediately, everyone starts experiencing disconnection problems. Like, you get to what we call these instances, which one is, you guys don't really even care about the character's name, when we say anyone. So we call it Raban. We kept calling it Raban Savage. We called this other one Pippin Savage because every single time a motherfucker would try to get in, it would DC or it would get you into limbo. Like, this no man land of where the fuck are you, and you would have to get a game master to get you out of there. And. It fucking sucked because it was literally just like off, 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 getting your key. You're sitting there for almost like might as well get just a, make yourself a snack and just sit there for maybe like an hour before you get to your fucking game. And it was go have a good wank. Yeah, <laughs> even people because the game is so popular and I had noticed that people were returning the game just for Stormblood and you know half those people are gonna be gone after they beat the story and all all that end game bullshit. End game. Shit. Like it literally it was this it was so popular and servers were so overcrowded you watched people literally get into this fucking line for this instance. Like I kid you not. There was literally a very organized line going down just to get into this. So I want you to game. imagine this here. A bunch of people, like five hundred people online to talk to one NPC. One NPC to get into this one instance. 
and it was literally people just sitting there. People were literally like escorting other people to wine. Other people were just like fucking. Did it? Up. Did it really work? Like it's WineCon in video games. <laughs> 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 one person at a time could talk to this dude? Yes! yes! So, like, if one person's talking to him and you go up to that NPC, what happens? Basically, You have to wait for that person to get to his cutscenes. Oh. You're basically sitting here waiting for... Th I didn't start the story immediately because I knew this was going to be a shitstorm right off the bat. I get to the expansion? This is the expansion. <laughs> this is the expansion. Yeah. No, but it was literally just, like, three people can go in at a time. One person can talk to the NPC. So, when you have, like... 500 people trying to talk to that one NPC to get through the thing, then you're just sitting there fucking yourself over because then you're just gonna DC right away. I'd it, be a piece of shit. Is there a way to ruin the line? I'd probably find a way to ruin the line. Oh, believe me. A lot of people were being assholes and said, fuck this line, I'm just gonna go up to the NPC myself. I'm gonna go make my own line so with blackjack would, and hookers. I heard that some people do is they would actually like get, uh, attract enemies. Get the aggro that. on them that sounds and fun. force AOE attacks on the line. Literally, there would be those assholes like, fuck this shit, I'm just gonna bring it over. And then they'll knock them out their cutscene so they can go. See, <laughs> I would do that, but claim I'd be, I'd be do, I'd do it just to be a dick, but I'd claim to do it for the greater good. I'd just do it. They're like, no, man, if I do this, then the developers will pay more attention and they'll fix it faster. Okay. And I want you to keep in mind, this is all during the early access portion. This was the early access portion of the fucking theme. Like, literally during the early access, I said... Fuck that noise. I'm going to go grab the new classes, which is Samurai and Red Mage. <laughs> and I'm going to go to the Palace of the Dead and fucking spam until I can level my fucking character up. Because fuck that shit. And then I go to craft. So, literally this D scene had gone on until fucking... I want to say till like Sunday? And they finally had to do some... What's up? In context, how far was Sunday? Because, for all I know... It the early access started on that Friday? Yeah, the early access started on Friday, so it was like... Because it could have been like, it started Saturday, and now it's Sunday. Yeah. No, or it started Sunday. Because Thursday, they had the maintenance ready for this early access. So the maintenance was a 24-hour thing. Who cares? So then it gets to the actual early access. You get DCing, 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 DCing. Come Monday, they finally go, all right, we're going to shut down the servers just for a little bit, just to get everyone ready for the actual launch day. And after they brought the servers back up, it was still bullshit of disconnecting. People not queuing up properly. People still waiting to get inside the actual server it's fucking self. Has it actually launched or is it still just early access right oh, now? Oh, now it launched the following Tuesday. Okay. So launch day was a little bit better because it wasn't, because people had already gotten far enough to into the fucking game itself to where it won't cause that. So everybody that was making the line already got through, basically. Yeah, basically, because they have finally got okay. Even people, players were just going, Square, you need to fucking fix this. We need an emergency fucking maintenance right now. Fucking do it. And it was only on the North American servers and European ex Japanese servers, no problem. Yeah, Japan servers, literally. It's almost like they're localized. Weird. Yeah, but it was literally funny, too, because you can do world transfers. Everyone and their mom was trying to transfer to the, the Japanese, Japanese server. So it was causing tra transferring traffic everywhere. So you're getting congested. So that's when they said, oh shit, we better fix this. Yeah, because you're getting so much gonna fucking Because they're going to ruin our good servers. <laughs> you're getting so much fucking congestion that it's like basically kicking people out. Literally, I barely got into the story. Also, you have to pay 18 bucks to change servers. The Americans exactly. are bombing our servers. The are only sure free that's the servers were the brand new. 
No, no, no. Here's the thing. They had free transfers, but it was only for the new brand fucking new servers like In Omega. North America. In North America. Because they were trying to get people out of Gilgamesh and Belmont. Oh, boy. The overpopulated servers were trying to get them into the new servers, and it was just traffic and hell and everything. So, even then, there was this one part in the dungeon. There's a dungeon called Susana, which, my God, fuck his dancing happy AOE ass. I'll, I'm just going to have to take her word take for it. Take your word for that. <laughs> hey, he has so many AOEs, I just wanted to cry every time. There was, like, a point where people would finish the dungeon, and then they would get stuck in there, and they'd be also in fucking limbo. And people literally had to go, hey, Game Master, get me the fuck out of here. How long would it take for, like, a Game Master to respond? Because, um, like, is it a fairly quick thing, or are you stuck in limbo for, like, a good 30 minutes? I think it took two of my FC members roughly an hour. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, or maybe game. five minutes. Like, depending on how long the response goes, because it wasn't just them. It was, like, well, on average, it took at least 30 minutes. Yeah, on average. Oh, even that's still too long. No, yeah, for me, after 15 minutes, if no one's moving me, it's like, yeah, fuck this. I'm going to play like, something else. If you get stuck in there, if it logs you out of the game, you can't log yourself back in at oh, all. Oh, yeah, because they, they can't find you. They can't find you. They have to go look oh, for you. Oh, shit. <laughs> so you're fucked. So, great launch. Alt-tab. Alt-tab, man. Yeah, and people are literally, because I get really annoyed when people just skip cutscenes and just want to go straight to the endgame content that everyone plays or fucking own. But literally people were, like, spamming the cutscene skip just to get the fuck out of everything. They're like, I want to get to this, I want to get to this, I want to get to this. I, I don't to be fair, to after waiting in line for all that time, I don't fully blame them. I didn't blame them. No, I would either. be like, no, I'm going to enjoy my fucking cutscene. The guy behind me can fucking <laughs> wait. <laughs> if I already had to wait three and a half hours for Disneyland, this motherfucker's gonna wait an extra 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, exactly. Like, Fuck like that. <laughs> like when you're at LineCon, once you get your badge, are you really just gonna chill around there and wait for your friends to get their shit and like Fuck meet up at a specific no. location? It's like, fuck no, dude. Fuck you're you. Go. You better find me, man. Yeah, like you call can find me. me. <laughs> Fucking call me, because I'm not gonna go look for your goddamn ass. No, but it's like literally during when I finally got the story mission, I just like went through everything like it was nothing. There was like maybe... Nope, no, that's gross. I don't want to Dur- look at my foot. During this one part of um, Stormblood, I was stuck on four days. Rage quit, basically pulled a bend, almost broke my controller. Uh, then you didn't pull on me because I would almost have. Almost pulled on you. Let's just say that. <laughs> There's I a difference. pulled on you because I was so frustrated. I didn't know how to get past this fucking instance. Get good, son. Basically, that's what <laughs> it was because I was a healer using a spell cast moves. Just for it, final yeah. thoughts on Stormblood. Could have done a better fucking launch. But the content itself was... How was the content? Yeah. The content, my god, it's really beautiful. It's amazing. A lot <laughs> of people who fucking skip are really missing out on this. Even though a lot of them are going, Oh, you can just go to your inn or your, to the inn in the ha- or your house and re- watch the cutscenes from a fucking buck, which ruins the experience. But overall, So the content's good. <laughs> it's really beautiful. Compared to Heavensward and Realm Reborn, like, Heavensward bored me a little bit. Realm Reborn, I'm just like, okay. Have- Stormblood. Fuck yeah. I, I guess the problem for me was that Final Fantasy XIV bored me. <laughs> Same here. I'm not a Final Fantasy person. Yeah. But the launch could have been better, basically. The launch could have been better. So much better. Like, literally, people were blaming the server move, which it wasn't the server move. It was literally people just coming back in the game. It was the players themselves coming in all at once. Yeah, because yeah. you're getting everybody just, coming in for the new content. Yeah. Hi, Diablo 3 launch. <laughs> Hello, Friday the 13th. Right. Hi, SimCity. Oh, wait, no, that's something completely Any last different. last points you want to make on Stormblood? Uh, Square Enix, honestly, could have been a little bit more prepared for the launch. They like, could have talked to the, the the consumers a little bit better. They could have, 
better have more communication because a lot of people are just going, "What's going on, Square Enix? When are you going to do this? What's going to happen?" So they pulled they a uh, Hello Games with No Man's Guy. Yeah, it was literally just like it was silence, and it was because Yoshi P was trying to get everything all <laughs> sorted to find out. It found out later during the patches because they show you patch notes was. Someone was trying to hack into the DDoS, ruining the... Oh, server. they're trying to DDoS people? Oh, they, were, they were DDoSing people. They were, DDoS, <laughs> they were was DDoSing DDoS and hoping to get the servers better. Like, it was not working. It, Ooh, no, DDoSing doesn't work. So, it wasn't working like that. It's it just was, hilarious. Was, yeah. Someone was, like, changing... And they kept changing their methods, too. So, when they figured out one method, the DDoSing person would change their method again, and it would just fuck everyone up. All right. So <laughs> he was quality content shit launch. Got it. Great yeah. job there, background so voice. Thirteenth was that worse or better? Uh, <laughs> you boys are the ones who played it. Honestly, in after hearing all that, I'd say at least we got into games eventually. We one, we got into games, and two, there were constant updates. Yeah, the developers constantly yeah. kept in contact. Yeah, they kept in contact with the f- consumers. So hey, give it that. Yeah, it and they like, gave us free shit for all the yeah, we, we got free shit in the end. See, we didn't get any apology whatsoever. So, like, hey. indie, the indie scene wins again. Like, they kept <laughs> up with everyone, and we got free shit? Yeah. Yeah, look at you. We literally was like, oh, sorry. They could have made up with maybe an in-game item for the people who experienced that bullshit early access. Or they could have... I bet they're going to do what they All our stuff is fixed now. Don't suspicion. forget to visit the microtransaction shop. <laughs> All right, so Ben. Ugh. What you playing, what you watching, how nerdy was your week? Well, damn, I don't know if I can top a buggy launch, but... <laughs> As far as what I've been playing and watching, um, I've binged a lot, binged a fuckload of shows continuously. Like I was getting through about one or two seasons, a, one or two shows a day. Jesus. At about five to six episodes a piece. <laughs> Holy crap. Dude. So I mean, it's just it's fucking intense, dude. I'm gonna have to like jump off of the Twitch here so I can remember the name. We have really literally going up on the screen. I know. I just do it because. Padding the numbers, man. Okay, yeah. Insider tricks. <laughs> I joke. <laughs> um, I caught up on Clockwork Planet. I'm just going to go through the ones I caught up on. I caught up on Baruto, Clockwork Planet, Kato, um, Tiger Mask, Alice and Zoroku, and Sugumomo. Gesundheit. Exactly. Bless you. Um, going just from least interested to most in- most interested clockwork planet um is i think i actually no, i think i caught up on that last week actually now i think about because that was a show that's like where the fuck is this tone yeah never never mind i, I did talk about that that was a tone one that was yeah. the tone one where the dude was dressed like a chick and we all thought he was a chick yeah no never <laughs> yeah, mind and the little girl's like hey daddy and hey, we're daddy. all just like oh my god so i caught up on Bar- um i did catch up on boruto it's still pretty good it's going pretty smoothly um as someone who didn't watch the original naruto thing i won't know I wouldn't know half the references I have a question is Shikadai still like important I don't think he knows who that is I don't know he's he's kid with the ponytail and spiky hair oh yeah he's still best bro okay cool good the the more screen time he gets the better this show becomes yeah I know he's he's still playing the straight man yes okay because I kind of dropped it who's a drag who well who blames who calls people drags yeah (laughs) um Next one I want to talk about was uh, Sugumomo. It's the anime industry has a really uncomfortable obsession with naked little girls. So much so that in this show specifically, there was an episode where they had to like get a loan from one of the because the basic breakdown of the show is that it's 
like a guy who has to like defeat like evil spirits that possess like objects or some shit. Okay. And gods and prop hunt the anime. Prop hunt the anime. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It's almost prop hunt the anime, but um. So they have to go to get a loan because they're like trying to rebuild the shrine, and they're playing like a, a matching game, and they find out that the character that they're going to see has a fetish for little girls. Oh lord. She is a woman. It's worth mentioning that it is a woman for so once. Well, that's that's no. It's the woman that has a thing for little girls. Apparently. Yeah. Oh. That's. And I use this term loosely. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you could you could argue that the the little girls are a thousand year old deities. It's like that one chicken fire emblem. Yeah. Dragon the girls. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like nah, she's a thousand years old. It's fine. It's fine. I'm down for that. You know that work that that excuse didn't work with Kana. It's not really working here. I was really uncomfortable. Like this show actually kind of made me uncomfortable. Well, it made you. Just because of how much they did it, I'm just like, okay. Now, when you say how much they did it, like it happened a lot. Like they were naked a lot. Is <laughs> it an etchy anime? Oh yeah, it's an etchy as fuck anime. It, it pulls no punches about like getting the camera angles, the boob, uh, shots, boob shots, a lot of bath scenes. Is insertion implied? <laughs> No, it's straight. Yes, it is straightly implied. It happens. Like okay. they basically allude to it happening. So they hey. talk about Dick. They legitimately talk about his Dick. Girls, my age love Dick. Is that where that came from? Yeah, that, no, that came from Aramanga. That's from Aramanga. Okay. But um, like legitimately, like, like this was something that I was like, you know, if they just pan the camera in a different direction, this is a hentai. This is a lolly hentai. It's not Lollicon technically, but it's Lolly Hentai. So basically, you're one you're one camera move away from Little Monica. Yeah. Oh. I don't know what that is. Don't tell me. So oh. Actually, no. It's not like Little. Mo it's not like Little Monica because those are actually little girls. Little Monica's uh, story. Of little Monica is actually Lollicon. <laughs> I only know that because I watched AMV Hell Zero. Ah. And then I obviously went and so watched you made it. An AMV of that? God damn it. No, there's actually, um, because there's two AMV Hells that are, well, they're part of the main series, but they're adults. They're zero they and divided. They They're, well, they're adults-themed, um, because they're zero and divided by zero. And boys, that go places. Boy, yes, it does. Um, Shows that it should be hentai. We'll show you guys later. <laughs> not here. Obviously not. I'll I don't think you. we can even do it here. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> on the dark web. Yeah, you don't even have to dig that far. So that's one of those shows that's definitely not going to be in my top five. As a matter of fact, it would I really it? I already finished it. It's done. Oh. It's done. I like, and it ends with like a really epic. I won't lie, like it ends on a really cool sword fight, like a duel between two like malice maesters, whatever they wanted to fucking call them. But who cares? Is um, there a possibility of it ending up on your like top five worst? No. He doesn't do I don't do I don't do worse because generally I've I because I don't watch for me to justify doing a worse list I would feel like I'd have to watch the entire everything game. like I can't just pick and choose things. Oh, okay, I see. Now why you drop this list? There you go. Because it's it's more along the lines like with a good thing it's like oh of the things I liked these are granted I could do that with what I didn't like but for the most part I don't have enough of them to justify a list nah. and usually what I don't like is easily explained yeah. I can't really explain 
I have more fun explaining why I like something as opposed to why I don't like something. Yeah, right on. And for the most part... Um, I mean, the last thing he wants to be is another anime fan on the on YouTube talking about stuff he doesn't like. Right. God, fuck. You're um, an anime fan, aren't you? Mm, um, I don't like this anime for this reasons. Mm, um, I watched the final episode of Berserk. Um, we'll talk about that later on in the show, because it is where the season ends. Yeah. Um, the seer of the new band of the Hawk shows up in town and interacts with Shirke. Yep. And you almost get the feeling like she was going to leave, and it's like, oh my fucking god, no. <laughs> but she, you know, she stays on, and... You're wondering where that's going. I'm wondering where it goes from there, and now I'm pretty much like, I won't lie, I'm probably just going to fucking read. <laughs> Hallelujah! I really need to. Re- I really should read it though, because yeah, you I, deserve better. I, Who knows if another season's gonna come out? Has well, that been confirmed yet? No, it hasn't been confirmed. But they do end the they do end the episode on, and the story continues. But. Who knows? Who knows when it will happen? And it says a lot of a lot of people. Read them that's basically what Air Gear did. <laughs> Um, other shows I watched was, like I said, Kato. It's a really weird show. <coughs> um, never before did I think an anime would try to explain the Big Bang Theory. Like, the actual Big Bang, not the television show. I was about to start going into a whole thing. It's like, well, these four nerds... Well, these four t- actors pretend to be nerds, except one of them I... Let's not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> But, no, it's a really interesting show, because what it is is that an alien object shows up in Japan, because obviously Japan... It's Japan. Duh. You know, it's not going to show up in, like, fucking Siberia. I don't know why I fucking went with... Fuck it. Anyways, and it's, like, super fucking advanced technology. And it kind of goes into that, uh, that Deus Ex territory of, like, human evolution, mm-hmm. of um, making humans better. And I won't spoil, like, the reasonings behind it, but it really boosts humanity's potential exponentially. Oh. Like, boom. Like, he create the, the first thing that he creates is something that creates infinite energy. Mm-hmm. So you don't, need, you don't need any form of sor- fuel source. Neat. And then another object basically makes it to where you don't have to sleep. You can choose to sleep, but you will no longer have to sleep. It's fucking insane. And then, like like I said, in one of the episodes, they literally... Because, again, trying to avoid the spoiler things, um, they kind of go into like the idea of like the alien creatures essentially being like the starters of our universe. And then they explain the Big Bang Theory, and you're just watching... It's like... It was like watching an animated... Ver- like an anime CG version of... Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson? Kind of like that, but I was going to go with... Um, Stanley Kubrick, Stanley Kubrick, Space Odyssey. Oh, okay, there we go. I was like, God damn it! I know the what, answer. What is the what is the conflict? <laughs> um, whether or not it's right for humanity to advance, per- advance at such a rapid pace, as well as you know, just like I said, the questionable ideas of like we're accepting alien technology to advance rather than you know we're discovering it on our own. And one of the characters, that's one of their points, is just like. Well, it we can. It sounds like a surprisingly deep philosophical. Yeah. It's a really, it is a really good show. I actually recommend it to people to watch. Huh. Um, it's really good, and it's ending this week, so I have one more episode of. How it. How many episodes is it? Twelve. Okay. 
Um, actually, no, I think it's 13, because I think there was an episode zero. I can knock that out. Yeah, it's easy. I mean, fuck, I'm watching, like, 20-something episodes, 20 episodes worth of anime every, like, two days. Um, da 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 da, -da. I also... Oh, Alice and Zoroku is another... Was another show I didn't expect so much out of. Um... I actually started with that one. That was very interesting. See, Alice and had that had a similar problem that um, Suki Moonspeak had. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lost. Is it is is that this the name we gave it? Yes. yes. Okay. Suki Moonspeak. Because I'm starting to think like, wait, that's not the real name, was it? Suki Gakkeri. Gakkeri. I'm calling it Suki Moonspeak. Yeah, like Fuck Suki it. Moonspeak. I'm pushing that. <laughs> Suki Moonspeak. Um. In that it's a very slow start, and it feels like it's it starts out kind of like generic because, oh hey, we don't know what what can we use for inspiration for like you know, out of this world kind of thing. Well, let's use Alice in Wonderland like everyone else does, because literally it's like hmm, I don't know what we can do. There's two pathways of creativity for madness, and it's either Alice in Wonderland, Lovecraftian. We're probably gonna go this direction. <laughs> We're not gonna go Lovecraftian today because well. We're not doing that today. Yeah. What can't we? Right. I want more Lovecraft, man. Yeah, we all want more Lovecraft. I don't think anyone's going to downvote that. Um, but then, like, the show picks up and it gets really interesting. Like, the character... Once the characters start getting developed, um, it has a really good overall aesthetic to it, really. Like, especially, like, later on when they start going into the Wonderland. And it kind of reminded me of... Um, Fuck, it was a show from Spring... Yeah, you can start calling it as Moon So Beautiful. Yeah, I'm not going to call it that. <laughs> no, it's Suki Moonspeak. Um, fuck, I can't remember the name of that really fun show I watched. Um, it's fine. But there was a show like a couple of seasons ago that had just this really innocent art style to it. Like, just fun, whimsical kind of thing. Come on, friends. No, it wasn't that one. It was, um, <laughs> I, it was an original show. I can't actually... But again, it's escaping me what it was called. Look it up later. Yeah, um, but it's, like I said, it's a really interesting show that's worth giving, investing your time into. Mm -hmm. um, there is a filler, there is a recap episode, so you can skip it, because, but, and you obviously, the good thing about this filler episode, and I can respect it for, is that they very clearly made it, because they had the voice actors talking about the show. It wasn't episode about, ep filler episode. It wasn't an episode recapping, it was them talking about, like, how the show has gone so far, how they felt about the direction. Oh, I that's really refreshing. The, the direction of the what happened. Yeah, the direction of the show and like what they plan to do for the remainder of the season. It was really fun to watch. Wait, so they're not in character? It's just like the Is this like the no, cast? It's the actual like it's an interview. It's like live it's a mixture of live action and the show. Oh that's shit. Really that's refreshing. Cool. I know. Like that's what I thought. Um but yeah, it's like I said, my point is is that if you're looking for something very light but also kind of tugs on the heartstrings, like especially like in the last arc, like the nine to twelve, it's like like a lot of um, very intimate family struggles. Yeah, and it's really heartstring pulling. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's the best way to put that, but eloquence isn't my best thing all at all times. Other times I'm pretty good at it. Um, and then the last thing I definitely want to talk about is fucking Tiger Mask W. Goddamn! <laughs> it officially is over. I'm not gonna, like, go fucking ape shit like I did last week with Suki Moonspeak. Um, 
But I, I binge watched it from 31 to 37. The show's officially is over with one more episode coming out next week, but it's it's just a... Epilogue. It's an epilogue. Which reminds me, there's one... I know why I didn't mention it, because I already took it off my queue. I'm going to hold that... We were going to hold that thought on this. Okay. Grand Blue Fantasy I watched also. Don't watch it. <laughs> we're just... That's, that's the long and short. Don't watch it. And on top of that, fuck you for doing that bullshit at the end. Because um, what they ended up doing is that... Episode 1 through 12 is, I'm assuming, the game. Like, the events of the game, because it's based on the game. Episode 13 was the beach episode, but they replaced the main male character with the alternate female character that is canon to the game. So, you know, I was reading posts and, like, people were really happy to see that character. I'm like, I'm not. It feels cheap to me to replace a character for one episode. And two, it's the fan service episode. It's the fan service episode. And to their credit, the one thing I will give them the credit for is that they replaced him in the opening and ending. Oh. They redid the oh, opening. Cool. And, they actually redid wow. the opening and ending to have her in it rather than him. I was like, well played. I still hated the episode. I actually was skipping through the episode to see if I actually cared at any point. I'm like, nope. Wow. Nope. 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 All right. And that's that show. Off my cue now. Get the fuck out. So back to Tiger Mask. So Tiger Mask. The build-up to the final match is some of the best I've ever seen. I'm going to look so forward to marathoning the show now it's done. Um, like, even if you don't like... If you don't like wrestling, but you love sports anime, or you just like that... Just that up-and-down kind of peaks and valleys... Of its storytelling. Of its storytelling. The underdog thing was any yeah. storytelling. Um, you get to that final episode, episode 37, easily if, and just getting to that point, I'm, I joked with Richie on the way here back to the house, was that this is better than more, probably like 90% of the shit that world, that WWE is coming out with. Wow. Like, this is really good. I also questioned the le- the legalness of using knives in a fucking match, but... <laughs> Yeah. Hey, because the whole devil tornado thing, he like literally cuts their chests open. Yeah. Like, and I look, and he has like razor, sh- it's only on one hand. I'm like, how is that legal? Like, that should be like a disqualification. New Japan's fucking tough. Also, I feel like referees in Japan are really stupid. Because <laughs> they're just like, no, no, you, that, you can't do that. And I'm like... They've been beating the shit out of him for like 20 minutes. And now oh, you're he... noticing? You watched them kick the shit out of him. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Shut up. Anyways, you get to the final match though. And just that match felt like a four and a half, five star match. Wow, it is really hot in here. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's because my air conditioning got used to it. Now it's just because I'm so used to being in 100 degrees, 85 feels hot now. <laughs> Fuck me, right? <laughs> But, um, easily a four and a half, five star match. It's not breaking the scale. It's not like Okuda, Kenny. Okada. Okada. Okada Omega. Okada Omega, six out of five. Okuda Matata, yeah. Okuda Matata, yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, it was a really good match to watch, and I loved how it ended. And I'm curious to see what they do with this epilogue episode because it's not going to focus on the Tiger Mask. It doesn't focus on Tiger Mask, it's focusing on. How far are you again? Do you know? Have you seen Spring Tiger? Yes. Okay, she's she's gonna be the focal point of this episode. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> right here. Oh my god! So uh, that's what I'm saying because 
unlike with what Grand Blue did, they're showing me a character that I have a vested interest in. They're not just throwing some new fucking person in there and saying, no, have at it. Okay. Because I'm, I'm at like, what was it? 35. Yeah, I'm at like, like 35. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, like, Spring Tigers match is still like the best one. I've it's seen. one of the better ones, yeah. So Especially like, as far as like the commentating, though. Yes, I remember that. Oh that was God. a really well commentated match um, for something that's scripted. Yeah. <laughs> scripted of scripted of scripted. Ooh. That's intense. It's real meta. Fucking shit. Alright, yeah, I can't do this. This is really fucking hot. <laughs> um, but no, it's really fucking good. Um, then I can talk about my games I played. <laughs> sure, why not? As he strips on air. Type shit. Um, I played some more Nier Automata because I watched... Well, not just because. I also really wanted to play it. But I watched an extra credits video. It's a series I watch on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about games you might not have tried, and Near Automata was one. And then this specific episode, because they've done like a lot of these, this one was consoles, mm-hmm. console games. And two of the games that were on that list, I'm going to talk about. One being Near Automata, and they're just talking about like how amazing this game is, and like all the praise it's getting. It's it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, fuck me, I need to play this game some more because I really wanted to play this game. And I I really have fun with this game. Yeah. Um, the combat is a little repetitive. Um, it's I, a platinum game, and I just I don't know. It, what it does it change from weapon to weapon or do the weapons? It does. Okay, so I yeah. probably should probably just switch vary, just switch my weapons out every now and then just to kind of get like a new appeal for it. Um, but I will say that like moving, the one thing that I will I will praise this game for is like the movement of this game is really fluid. I don't feel like whenever I when something goes wrong, I feel like it was my fault. Yeah, it wasn't something the game fuck. Well, there's a couple times I'm like, no, I'm almost certain I grabbed that ledge. But fuck you. But eh, it's a video game. It's not going to be perfect. Um, but no, it's a really amazing game. And if you haven't started playing Near Automata and you have a PS4, it's you should definitely play it. And also, as they said, it's also on PC. Oh, it's also on PC now. Mm-hmm. Okay. And on that note, also, if you haven't played it either, play the original Near. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's an interesting. Er, okay. Let me rephrase that statement. Let me revise that statement. Please. Because good is subjective. Very. It is an interesting experience. There you go. Um, it is not a game that you're used to playing. It <laughs> oh, plays... Let's, let's, let's call it Spade a Spade. It plays like ass. Well, actually, I won't say it plays like... I, I, dis- play I like disagree. Ass. I don't think it plays like ass. It's clunky. But to be fair, honestly, a lot of hack and slash games can be clunky. Fair enough. Okay. Someone who actually played this and has been a big fan of the entire series from Dragon Guard to Nier, I will agree. It is a little clunky. The battle could have done a little bit better, but I will give it the benefit of the doubt because it was poorly rushed. Yo, what up, random dude? What up, random dude? 41? (laughs) What happened to the other 40, though? Talking about this. What's this? We're talking about Nier. Nier Automata. No, I was actually like, watch this. Okay, I want to... I can't. Cl- I don't know how to watch YouTube videos. I don't know how to do it. I'll check it out. I'll later. watch it later. Is that cool? Yeah, we'll watch it later. Can we like live? We'll we'll watch it like at the end of the stream. We'll save it. Yeah. I promise. So s- stick around. That's that's how you get your audience to keep watching. Smart. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, about the near the first near game was it was clunky. It was a little too. It was poorly badly rushed, and this is a problem when you have another company who's been working on the game company for years. So Platinum was actually a big improvement with Near Automata. Oh, okay, I see what he's trying to make us watch. So, um, 
when what I have a gripe about is revisiting the places over and over. Even when like a certain part of the game happens and you basically go five years. We'll later, watch it, random dude. Don't worry. You go five years later into the future, and it just like it takes you back to all the original bosses, but it's a little bit different because now I'm so skeptical. Whereas near Automata, you don't even get that feel at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So back to, um, but yeah, like I said, um, my interpretation of Nier was just. Um, it was a great game for a pickup because I got it when it was cheap. Okay. I could see if you bought this at launch and you paid full price for it. I you can, might get a little pissed off. You might get a little bit pissed off. Obviously, if you're a fan of the series, you have goggles on. Just like nostalgia goggles, fan goggles are pretty intense. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I will say is that as I've kind of played more and more games and watch similar like watching more and more animes i feel like i'm really i've gotten better at looking at it critically Hmm. and rather than just like if i'm playing something i really know i like i'm like well this is i enjoy this but there are things that it could be improved upon yeah like anyways sorry i'm gonna stop that tangent before i go on too long um other games i played played near automata next thing i also played let it die Hey, senpai! <laughs> Uncle Death is the best. Uncle Death is a really interesting character. He's such a cool skeleton. He's like the coolest skeleton I've ever met. Way cooler than the one from D- Dante's Inferno. That guy was a dick. Yeah. Actually, he wasn't a dick. He was a Grim Reaper. He fought a lot of dicks later on, though. I mean, there's always Sans. God, I fucking hate that. I love that fight, but I hate that fight. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Uncle Death is still the best. Oh skeleton. yeah, Uncle Death is still the best skeleton by far. Okay. Um, and it was inter- again. It was that. It was another game that was mentioned in that video I watched, and it really, as someone who enjoys the overarching th- threat of a roguelike game, because this game's a ro- is to basically break it down to its most common el- basic elements. It's dark. It's a Dark Souls roguelike made by Grasshopper, so it's quirky. Very. Um, for those who don't know, Grasshopper was behind games like Shadows of the Damned, Lollipop Chainsaw. Both interesting games. They're not terrible games, but, you know, they really cater to a specific audience, and you have to be kind of... In it. You have to be in on it. Yeah. Like, you have to let yourself be intrigued by it, otherwise you're just going to be miserable the entire time, because you're like, this is stupid. But, um... It's it. I just played through like the tutorial and got through like a little bit of the first thing. Like after the game actually like lets you play, and it's it is very clunky. It is not as smooth as Dark Souls no. at all. But the prospect it offers is something that fascinates me. It gives me this idea that, or it gives me this feeling that if I keep playing this game, the longer I play this game, the more. Um, invested I'm going to get. This is a game you have to get invested in because at its surface level it's it's basically the equivalent it's the console equivalent of a phone game. Yep. You pop, you play it for like an hour or so and you put it down. And you, cho- you can choose to put in money towards it. Yeah. Like, and like I said it just comes down to your investment into the game. Mm-hmm. But it's a really good game. Again, if you have a PS4 or... I think no, it's only, it's, on PS4. it's only on PS4. Yeah. So if you have a PS4, it's free. it's free to play. Unless you die a lot. 
<laughs> and you're not patient. But they, they are pretty generous with like the... Oh yeah, they the give you universe. one every day. They give you like lives every day. So like if you're good, then you're good. Yeah. You'll, you'll be set. Yeah. See, because that's for me. Like, and like the scary thing about a roguelike game is like a, the whole overarching thread of it all is that for people who don't know what a roguelike is, is that you have to get back to the safe land. Otherwise, everything you've done up to that point is gone. Yep. And as someone who played like Sorcery Saga on the Vita, and you're traversing dungeons that have 50 plus floors, and you can't leave or you'll lose your shit, even if you don't die, even if you use an item that lets you leave, the only thing you get to keep is the experience you gained. All your shit is gone. So like speaking of floors, what floor did you make it up to? I only did up to the first floor. I got to the elevator and I was like, okay, I got to get ready for work. <laughs> but um, it's a really fun game, though. One, one thing I will say is the highest floor mm -hmm. I made it to before I dropped it. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I dropped it was, like, one, the the controls. Mm -hmm. It wasn't that big of a decision. Mm -hmm. um, like, that didn't play into it. But I kind of, like, ran out of space. And it's like, well, out of these games, which do I mm -hmm. play the least? Unfortunately, it was Let It Die. Uh, the 14th floor was the highest floor I made it to. Mm -hmm. I think I beat at least one boss and one thing I learned like real early on in the game and it scared the shit out of me was if you stay on a floor after you've cleared everyone mm. you, you've killed all the enemies there's no one there if you stay on the floor for a certain amount of time and apparently I looked it up and it's random so you could be there for like 30 minutes or you could be there for 5 minutes after you clear the floor and they show up mm -hmm. there are these things that show up called cleaners and it's it's just three people and they look fucking badass they're, like, wearing suits, and they've got, like, Daft Punk helmets on. They are so overpowered. <laughs> and they're here to kill you. And, yeah, their their job is basically they come into these places, and they clear out the floor. They get rid of all the dead bodies. If they see that you're still there, they're like, hey, you're not supposed to be here. We're going to yeah. kill you. You're a dead body that yeah. we need to clean. But I'm not dead. And it's like... Yeah, you are. <laughs> every video I've seen, it's like, if you stay in there for whatever reason, if you had to go do something, and they show up, like... You're not gonna win this fight. Run. You, you will. You may get lucky, and you might beat one of them. But there's three you, of them. <laughs> you beating one of them. There's still more. And just to beat that one person, you've already destroyed all your armor, and you're down to like the shittiest weapon, and you've got one uncooked whatever for health. It's like no, dude. You need to run. You need to go before you die. So yeah, stay on the floor. Very scary. Uh, else played. Um, I have been playing a lot of League. Um, I've been climbing the ranked ladder. I haven't gotten too far. I was hard stuck in Bronze 3 for like maybe a couple of days. Um, now I'm in Bronze 2 and I've almost, I pretty much, I'm almost close to my pro promos in there. Um, I pretty much just supported okay. my way. The thing I really enjoy doing about this rank climb is that Although I usually end up in support because the role I pick is basically another fun word for supporting. Yeah. Is that I always just hit fill. I just hit fill. Okay, so you just jump into I literally team I'm like, whatever my team needs, boom, put me in. I have enough of I have a deep enough of a champion pool that I can do whatever role you need me to do and I have enough understanding of this game to do it decently. Okay. Granted, I'm really good at support, so I basically just could just play support and call it a day. But like I said, I like the idea of just filling all the time. It it makes it it makes it somehow more fun. In a way. I don't it's really tough to explain why, but it does. Um Thought I heard something. Nope. Um 
I think that was it, though. All right, let's move on to news. Let us move on to the news things. So Ben has some anime news he wants to pull up here. I do. So one of the things we got here is, uh, what the fuck, Japan? All right, so Daniel and Richie, and you since you're technically on camera today, I have a question for you guys. Do you like elves? Okay. Yes. Sure. Do you like uh, thick girls? Okay. okay. Now, I can handle thick. Depends on how many C's you're adding to it. What the fuck are we looking at, Ben? So what this is is a parody manga of a elf. We might get flagged for this shit. No, it's, no we're not. Woo! I like that one. <laughs> I bet you do. So it's an elf eating french fries? An elf who eats fast food and gets, gets chunky from it. I'm down for this. Uh, this is a manga. Yes, it is. And it's based off of another... It's from the author of another um, fantasy-esque theme. But, he, like, from what I guess, it's another parody thing. It's like something about orcs. But, okay. yeah, like I said, the whole thing is about an elf... Wait a minute. ...who is gains this, weight. Is this the same dude who did that thing with the orc where the chick constantly wants the orc to violate her? And he's like, fucking no, stop. That's what a stereotype. What the fuck have these guys been reading? I think so, actually, yeah. No, Alright, so some weird fashions we're going to be having it now. It's so, it's such a good little, like, comic thing. Because it's like... Like, don't get me wrong, I'm down with this, but... Like, it's really good art, too. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm so, reading this for sure. I might be reading, <laughs> we might be reading that, sure. <laughs> do a live reading. I'm so down. Let's do a live dub. Like those fries. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same here, my man. Okay. That's Danny. Um, what yeah. else? Trigger is going to be announcing some new titles at AX. Yeah, they're with AX coming up. I was scouring to see if there's any big announcements that are going to be coming out, and we'll probably we'll definitely follow up on it. Uh, probably I think next week or Trigger, the week after. Trigger does. Yeah, they made they made, um, they made Kill a Kill. Here. They made uh, Lowitch Academia. That's I feel like it's going to be that then. Well, I want more. Oh, you want more? Oh. Okay. I well, I think they're announcing uh, new IPs, essentially. Yeah. Fucking But well, I don't know. I think... But, to that point, my good friend, another part of that is that they're announcing that on November 30th of this year, the Little Witch Academia game for PS4 is coming to the PS4. <laughs> really great wording. Like yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it is, actually. We can hope so. Yeah. Uh, we also got the Berserk manga is going to go back on hiatus. Yep, as the season, as the anime season ends. I got to show you some images from the new Berserk manga, so I'll keep on talking about that. But um, so really, what the main thing of this is is that the season two of Berserk has come to an end, and with no date on when the next season is going to start, at the same time the manga ends, and I don't know how. From what I saw on boards, is that the anime is getting is starting to get really close to catching up. Yeah, it is. So, that's interesting. Wouldn't it have been better for it to go on hiatus while the anime was going, and then now that the anime is done, for them to pick up? Nope. So, are you sure this isn't going to get us flagged? No, it's just a monster. That's it's, it's, awkwardly shaped? Yeah, it's just it's just stuff of Costa's greatest fears. Oh. I mean, yeah. Oh. Okay. Sorry. Oh. Those are dicks. Golem to battle. <laughs> Golem to battle. Alright, sorry. So but that was that was interesting. <laughs> okay. But no, because there was the context he gave before the show and it makes sense in that context, but really 
and some of the other things I was seeing on the boards are something I actually agree with now. Now that I have a lot more perspective on what's going on, is that I would love another studio to pick up this, pick up the Berserk, Berserk, just to see if being in the hands of somebody else. Housing. Madhouse. 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 Yeah. If Mo- Madhouse could get their hands on it, that'd be fantastic. Please. Um, cause even, but I will say this much, this studio that was working on it had those glimpses of moments where it caught the old fail, feel of it. Like there's a scene in the episode that just ended where Shirake smiles and it has, it reminds me of that smile that Griffith gives guts in the first movie. It's very, it's very bright, very cheerful. You can see the emotion in it yeah. and it was really good. Like, goddamn. Um... But no, Berserk's going on manga hiatus. But it has a, it's coming back in winter. It's been confirmed. It's coming back later this mm-hmm. year. The anime, we, the problem is we don't know where it's gonna go from there. Yeah. Um, because from what I can tell, this be Trigger's big announcement. <laughs> we got Berserk. <gasps> don't even say that. That might hurt my soul. Yeah, if it doesn't happen. Who? <laughs> Who? Um, but yeah. Um. Alright, let's move on to some gaming news here. Alright. Uh, so, this is the announced data, but Super Nintendo, I mean, Nintendo just announced, fuck, I just fucked it up, that they are releasing a Super Nintendo Classic. I have that! 80 bucks? 80 bucks. 80 bucks. And it, will, it's an H, it comes with two controllers, okay. HDMI outputs, okay. and it'll come with tw- installed with 21 games. Right. And, guess, and guess what? You can't get it anymore. So, we, our games you are You already gonna, can't get it. Yeah. It's already sold. Super out. Mario World, the classic one, Super Mario World, Super Mario Kart, uh, See, obviously. Now, now, this, keep it on this image. When I first heard about this, this is what blew my fucking mind. Yes, they never Star before Fox released 2? Star Fox 2. What the, This is the seller. This is the selling point for me. Because I didn't get the NES Classic. Because I didn't really care. Star Fox 2. Oh my god. Along with that, though, we got some really good games here. We also got Donkey Kong Country, Super Punch-Out, yeah. Street Fighter 2 Turbo. They have Final Fantasy 3, aka 6, yes. Earthbound, Secret of Mana, and Super Mario RPG. Some of my favorite RPGs of all time. Secret of Mana sucked. I liked it. <laughs> Mega Man X, Yoshi's Island. Lots of great games. Right. So September 29th. Which Street Fighter is that? Turbo. Super, Turbo. Okay. So it will have the four Heavenly Kings. I don't think it will have Cammy though. Oh. Cammy and them. Um, so this will be released on September 29th. Eighty dollars at retail. No one's being no. There's no pre-order available yet. I am just gonna announce right here. I'm for sure trying to get this. Okay. Gonna try. I will beat a kid to do it. Cause like shit, I'll buy Star Fox two for eighty dollars. Not just for Star Wars 2, because there's some really good-ass games, and the Super Nintendo was my child console. Mega Man X is th- being on there is definitely a thing for me. Mm-hmm. But, like, Star Fox 2, that, that's the system seller for me. All right. We also got some uh, news that future Trunks will be appearing in uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. The, the, that's I'll, obvious. Yeah. That's, right. like, who... It's a fan favorite. Of course, they're going to keep Trunks in Mirai, here. Mirai, no Trunks. His uh, his super is like really cool. Yep, I'll try. I'll, I'll pull it up. So yeah, what other characters do you think you'd want? So right off the bat from this image, um, there's two things that confuse me. Specifically with Trunks right there, uh-huh. is stay up to date. Um, one image I saw is him. Like they do the whole like samurai thing with the sword. Mm-hmm. Where he does he like slides across, does that, and then the person explodes. And I was like, is that his level three? 
super. We don't know. But then that image that you just pulled up right now uh, shows him doing the... I forget what it's called. Whatever, he used it to kill Cell. That one, okay. The thing he used to kill Cell. Yeah. And it's like, is that going to be his level 3 super? Maybe. And then they showed us something else, and I was like, is that going to be his level 3 super? <laughs> uh, as far as like who's going to be in it, it's going to be the obvious fan favorites. Like, uh, Kid Boo will be in this, but Super Boo will not. Hmm. Which, in my opinion, sucks because I prefer... Goku Black. They will definitely be pulling in people from Super. They have to. Mm-hmm. I mean, we saw Golden Frieza. Because, like, exactly. And if Toei has anything to do with it, it's like, no, dude, push Super. When people are like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, oh, that's from the new, like, Super. Some other random news here. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the remaster edition, will have a standalone release. All right. For 40 bucks. So, uh, I, I knew this would happen. Yeah, we all did. I think everyone did. I just didn't think it would be this late, in my opinion. I thought True. this would be uh, way earlier, considering... The backlash the, that came with it. Yeah. But they, like, true, true to themselves, they stuck to their guns. So, like, I'll give them that. I do, I do think 40 is a bit too much. I thought I would have been comfortable at 30. I, I will definitely be buying this uh, because I have a friend who every year always buys Call of Duty. Mm. Uh, is not the Call of Duty guy, though. He's not the guy where it's like, oh, fuck, Battlefield or whatever. Because, like, the dude, he loves Battlefield 1. He's just a first-person shooter guy. Right. Ah. So he buys any first-person shooter that he finds interesting and, like, you know, he lets me know about him. So he's like... Again, it's remastered. Yeah. It's like, no, dude, it's not, it's not, is this good? It's Modern Warfare remastered. There is no question. Yeah. And it's like, he's right. Uh, there's a lot of different game modes in this. There, he, he told me about this, and it's like, oh, there's prop hunt in the game. Woo. And I was like, what do you mean prop hunt? It's like, yeah, like, you, those YouTube videos, like Gmod? It's like, yeah, that's in here. What do you mean that's in here? It's like, no, you can turn into a cardboard box. You can turn into a dumpster and just hide somewhere on the map. And other people have to hunt you down. <laughs> and I looked at clips, and I'm like, "Oh my god, this is prop hunt. This is that's amazing. I want this." And it's like, now it's finally being sold solo, which is great because I've been trying to get it solo. Right on. But I'm I'm excited for it. I'm buying it for sure. All right, and uh, another piece of news is that the Overwatch loot boxes are getting a rework. Mm-hmm. The uh, Blizzard's going to try to avoid having too many duplicates now. Okay. And apparently they will increase what you get when you do get a duplicate. Oh, okay. The credits you get. Okay. See, that's great because I'm sick and tired of getting the same voice lines and sprays and only only getting like five credits. Yep. Right. And I always want my credits to end in a five or a zero. Yeah. And it's... It's infuriating, especially when the events are happening. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, wanted, if you wanted to do this, like, keep the current rates at what they are... But during the special events, like, up the chances of getting the good stuff. Right. Because if not, then it's just going to, like, every time an event comes out, it's like, well, why should I even play? I haven't gotten anything decent. You want to complain about Overwatch, Overwatch loot Overwatch loot boxes? Where would you send it to? Well, what you would do is you go to... Yeah, you could do that. Or you can go to PS2PLV at gmail.com. That's... What was that, Richie? That's PS2... PLV at gmail.com. And you can sound. Don't yell this time. Just like this, baby. Yeah, we'll actually pick that up because that filter is really good. Uh, so we got the two questions here. Okay. Uh, Clark with a Q wants to know what is the crown jewel of your gaming, anime, figure, whatever collection? Um. Shit. I would probably just be 
Let me see. I don't own a lot, to be honest, but I'd probably say just my... Um, uh, either my collector's edition of Mass Effect 3. Same here. That's on mine. Or my strategy guide to Final Fantasy VIII. Really? Yeah. Is that thing, like, hard to get or something? No. Is it's just really nice? Is this specifically, like, a special edition game, or is it anything related to the game? It doesn't matter. What do you consider your crown jewel? What's your crown jewel collected What are you thinking, like, this is the one I want to show off if I have to show off my collection? I don't have... Like I said, for me, I don't really have anything like that, because for me, it's just they're just games. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I don't do figures, so I'm not like, huh? Fair enough. You got anything, Richie? Uh, special edition Breath of the Wild. That's pretty good. I couldn't get Master Edition. I tried my goddamn heart. Like, I would sell my soul for it, but I couldn't get it. Uh, I guess my crown jewel has to be the Fallout 4 Pit Boy Edition. Yeah. I mean, I was disappointed by the game, but I got a fucking great cosplay prop out of it. Right. Oh, one quick thing to bring up, uh, and we can throw this in there with the news. Sure. Uh, Metroid Samus' Return Special Edition. Oh, yeah. That was announced like two weeks ago. Man, Ben, they didn't forget about... They listened to you. They didn't forget about Metroid. Right. They're giving it two new Metroids. Two Metroids. Metroid Prime A Prime four. and a side-scroller. Beth of both worlds. Because I've never played a Prime game. I might actually have to, pl- I might actually have to pick up a uh, Switch. I actually have the Prime trilogy on my... Su- not, not Switch. But it just shows Nintendo hasn't forgotten about Samus. Well, also, it's because the other reason I had to... I w- we were ever going to talk about E3, I was going to have to like eat my words because I said, Why? I'll buy a Switch the day they make a Pokemon game, a 3D Pokemon game. That is actually a Pokemon game. And yeah, and it's this. like we're making a mainline RPG Pokemon and game. And I'm like... Ah! Some tasty crow. <laughs> That's some tasty memes there, <laughs> man. That's my 2B figure from the Nier Automation. That's a pretty good one, because that 2B figure was... Ooh, I saw that. It was amazing. $200 for that entire collection. Uh, actually, now that I think about it, it'd probably just be my art my art book. Yeah. My art book would be my collected thing I'd love to show to people. Yeah. Like, but just all the, the and all the art I've gotten the, over that the That Metroid Special Edition, like, the, the case, I want to say it's a steelbook case, mm-hmm. but the steelbook case is just, looks like the cartridge. Yep. That's cool. Of Metroid 2. Because Samus Returns is supposed to be Metroid 2 remaked. Oh. Which, which is like, oh my god. It looks so good. All right, Sammy wants to know, and I'm going to go last for this one, what's a game or anime released this year that you feel not enough people have checked out? So something that's come out this year yeah. that not a lot of people have played. You feel like not a lot of people, people should check out that not a lot of people have? Um, I feel like Nier Automata is pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Let It Die. I, I, For the most part, I have, a lot of the games I play are pretty mainstream for what about an anime that you feel like not a lot of people checked out? Oh, there's so many. Give me, give me one. Just from this season, Kato, Alice in Zoroku, Suki Moonspeak. <laughs> Love that name. Yeah. That's our title for the week. <laughs> like, there's just so many animes that people need to watch if you're interested in trying to learn about new anime. What about you, Richie? Uh, as far as watching... Not a lot of, like, watching, because pretty much everything I quote-unquote watch is, like, what everyone's like, you gotta see this, and it's normally mainstream things. Okay. So if I had to pick one thing that isn't mainstream, it's, like, read comic books. Doesn't matter what you pick up. Okay. Dragon Quest Heroes. So a game that releases here that I feel not a lot of people checked out? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Tekken 7. Yakuza Zero. Oh! <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm done. <laughs> there you go. 
Actually, I kind of want to work. This last question is pretty good, too. Okay, uh, what Steven wants to know, what are examples of DLC practices that work or don't work? So I'm figuring this is like a two-part one that sure. work and don't work. Yeah. Um, so DLC practices, in my opinion, that worked were like the Mass Effect ones. Expansions. Like the expansion ones because they did what they were supposed to do. You could argue the whole From Ashes thing. You know, being should have been in the main game. Should have been in the main game, but in my opinion, as someone who legitimately played the game without doing it, you could have gone <coughs> that entire game. You didn't need that in there. Okay. It's just frustrating to know that it was already there, mm -hmm. but you. But there's already been. It's already been said that they developed it after the game had been completed. And they're like, oh shit. Well, we want to get this out there, but Apple's. We're that's getting into a rant that's not worth getting into. Oh, something very similar to that one. Uh Breath of the Wilds DLC, mm -hmm. uh, pretty much twenty bucks and you get the whole thing. What is your opinion on season passes in general? They they can be good and they can be bad. It really does depend. Um, for example, Batman's honestly all of the Arkham game season passes, in my opinion, have been pretty awful. Yeah, yeah. It's like one six minute story thing and like a shit ton of costumes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But if like, I'm buying a season pass for a single player game, I want actual story based content. Yeah. Uh, I just don't want costumes. No, yeah, like DOA is a good example. Of oh. Season pass, costume, costume, costume. Well, you know what you're getting with that. Characters, costume, 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 costume. Books, artwork, costume, costume, costume. It just goes on. But and on. on that line of thought, though, in terms of fighting games, fighting DLC games like where it's just cost purely cosmetic does not affect the way you play the game. Does not give you an edge. Fine. It's, it's DLC that I may not buy, but people, other people will, fine. And on that point, ones that don't work, sticking to the fighting game genres, when they throw in new characters and you have to pay for them. There's just there's just no forgiving that. Like, for in a, in a genre of games where characters are key... Mm -hmm. Now, if it's like bizarre cameo characters or people or like something they developed after the fact but in just and i hate to do it because you know i'm sure it got enough shit as it did but when street fighter came, 5 came out and certain staples of the fucking game weren't in the fucking game mm -hmm. you're just like why why not just wait until why not just put them in the game and then to the complete opposite of that uh -huh. where where uh season pass works great with them mm -hmm. releasing characters killer instinct yeah. Yeah. Killer Instinct season pass is just characters and like maybe some like additional costumes here and there, but it's it's honestly amazing. It's really hot in here. I didn't think it was gonna be this hot. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's also kind of we are at tail end of the podcast, so yeah. Thank I God. was just blaming it to the heat. But like <laughs> other, also fucking hot. Like yes. other cosmetic things, it's like with most places, it's like guess what? You can use this shade color, or you can use this costume that was used in this frame of this person's ending. But, like, with Killer Instincts, it got really weird where it's like, guess what? You want to dress up Jago as fucking Voltron? You can do that. Let it go. Let it go through. It's fine. No. No. It's like, that's... That's fine. Is it? It's whatever. Yeah, it's just, it's easy to say it. no. <laughs> uh, but, um... Let the chat be a chat. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, a lot of the ones that don't work are the ones that are just, like, where they... Jip they jip the players out. The ones that feel dirty, like you can tell when they're good or bad. Then this, yeah. Okay, so honestly, we're wrapping down here. So, anything we're looking forward to this week? I'm looking forward to finishing up, catching up on all my anime, so that I can be ready for season summer and do it all over again. Uh, I'm putting together a uh, top five video for games from 2016. Okay. Scroll scripting it out. 
I kind of got inspiration from Ben's. So you're always doing top five videos. I wanted to do one of my own. So you're getting? Are you doing one for last year? For 2016. Okay, that's all right. That's interesting. Yep. And then cool I'm deal. also just gonna play games, fuck around with Sony Vegas, uh, and shit post on garlic bread games. <laughs> and like once I actually get used to video editing, I might also join on that top five trend because I'd love to talk about comic books. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yep. Alright, so with episode 159, it was Daniel. And Ben. And Richie. And as always. Until next time. Stay nerdy. Folks. Yeah. I thought our line was keep it nerdy. No. No, stay nerdy. I was waiting Stay for nerdy, me. folks. It's, it's always stay nerdy. It's, Damn it. It's been. I stay think nerdy, folks. Okay, fine. You think we'd know our own show? Shut I up. do. Yeah, no. <laughs> Alright. Stay nerdy, folks. See you guys. Sayonara. <laughs> Boom!